Well, hello, everybody. It is the week of February 18th, 2019. This is the Dry Spellcast, episode 55. Uh, my name is Matt. I'm joined by Austin. Hello. Uh, here we are, uh, yet again in your living room. Yes. It seems to be like a workout decently. It's well. working out fine. Um, at some point, I would love to like have more people and need more space and do stuff like that. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, haven't we had four on last time? It was pretty. Yeah, it was. It was pretty crowded. Yeah, I think it's he the, used I think, all my mics. <laughs> I think it's the most we've ever. No, we've had four on before back we in the, have, when we were on the radio the days. But it's always like Matt and I talk a lot, and then like because we're used to it, right? And then there might be like one other person who like jumps in like occasionally, and then like one person who very rarely says anything. Yep. Uh, and you know, people just aren't like used to, to like not even just this some people just don't like talk a lot about subjects you know like and i guess this particular subject yeah i mean i mean i i guess i have talked about video games a lot for a long time and so it's really not weird for me to just carry on a conversation with anybody about video games uh, for a long ass period of time, just because I've been doing it for. Ever. I feel like anyone could just get you could just get a topic and just kind of ramble on through it uh, yes. pretty well. Uh, absolutely, I could. Um, just you know, I don't know. There's like there's certain topics that I just can just do that, like video games, um, and music to a certain extent. I don't know when when I start get talking about music, I just usually get super annoyed by the other person. Uh, which actually, so uh, going back to video games, uh, I remember this one time we had, so uh, me and my roommates have uh, some outside friends who would have guessed. And uh, we had some of our friends over one night and one of these girls had a new boyfriend, um, which we weren't in, like too fond of. Um, and I just remember we like, I think I was watching through the game grumps, uh, dark souls three run. Um, and so like a bunch of us were sitting downstairs, they all came over, uh, eventually they like started watching with us and stuff. Um, and we, we started talking about like video games a little bit. Well, this, this new boyfriend, uh, it was like, oh yeah, like trying to like, I don't know, like keep up with us or something. Impress you guys. I don't know. Yeah. And brought up uh, Dante's Inferno. That's what an obscure and, game to bring up. Right. And how good of a game that was and how much he played it. And yeah. And like at, at first I like, I just kind of like looked at Danny and I was like, did he really just bring up Dante's Inferno? Um, uh, but then afterwards we were like, what the hell? Like that was not a good game. Like, no, how did, how is this the one he brings up? <laughs> I mean, if he said, I played God of War back in the day and that was a good sure. game. Like, yeah, that's yeah. good. It's, Cause it's, it's the, ver that cause Dante's Inferno was very well based off how God of War played. Oh, sure. It just wasn't God of War. So it's kind of funny. That's like, that's like the one game he brought out. Yeah. Uh, and I still think back to that day because uh, you know, I've only had a small handful of discussions about Dante's Inferno, at least the video game. Uh, and for that to be one of them, like, just uh, makes me, like, really 
it's really weird. That is interesting. Yeah. I'm like trying to think of like a comparison in my mind of like a game like that is like the same thing. I but I can't even think of anything. Yeah, it would be like somebody coming up to me because like I'm like a big Pink Floyd fan, like saying, "Oh, I love Pink Floyd," and then listing like the most obscure album they've ever released. Like, "Oh, I love the soundtrack to Zabriskie's Point," which is something that almost nobody knows about. Uh, You're saying what? Yeah, and I'd be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Like, like Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> Because obviously I know, but like, like why the average Pink Floyd person wouldn't? Yeah, no, totally. And like seven, like the average person, video game person, the average will, just human being will not know what Dante's. And when you say Dante's Inferno, they think you know the, the skull, classic novella the, of yes, you know, because that is great. That is so much better than the did, game. I did have to read that for a class actually. I I never had to read it for a class, so I remember. Very specifically, when I worked at Wendy's, I had a coworker who loved it and would like quote things from mm-hmm. it. And so finally one day he brought me it and I ended up reading it by myself. Uh what a what a weird ass thing. Yeah, I read it for like a history one oh one, which was a really weird for one oh one class. He's like, Okay, we have no textbook, but you gotta pick three of the six books on this list mm, okay. and read them and write a paper on it. And all this like this isn't like a like historical lit class or anything like this is history 101 i came here to learn history 101 but i mean i get where he was coming from it was he treated it like it was like a like a historical text yeah and like it was like it, like it treated it like it was like more like a more or less a 300 level class but well, so and was, well also if you're going to talk dante's inferno and say that that's history like oh uh, it, it's just well because it's written in an important time in history it was and, I think and like was dante kind of, himself yeah. was like an important character yeah like i guess he isn't actually that important in history but i don't know like well like, there's I mean, some just, really interesting like things that that story did during that time but well and it really like brought out i think the biggest thing was like the corruption of the catholic church we are so off topic now yeah but video games look what you did random guy that church. brought up dante's inferno in your basement yeah um through you <laughs> yeah i don't do know I, do i know this individual um i don't know you might have met him at one point i feel like he hasn't been around for a very long time like I said he was not great we we were not fond of him mm-hmm. uh, which is actually uh borderline most of the people that this person dates but uh, and I if, guess if I, I'm probably more harsh just because I don't really like people most of the time. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's a true statement. When, when you annoy me, you annoy me a lot. Like there's no middle ground there. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I've made it this far. Yeah. For the most part. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. So video games. Video games. Dun, 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 video games. Uh, have you... So you have played Apex Legends. I right? have. It's kind of was like my main focus for today. Okay. So I know on our last show, we talked a lot about Apex Legends. And I hadn't played it yet. Uh-huh. And I was really like... Because I think it like just came out that week. Yes. And I never really had a chance to sit down and play it. Yeah, I think that's right. So I finally did. Like It was like that weekend. Sat down. I played quite a bit. And it's good. It's a really good game. It's 
honestly, it's probably the one of the better battle royales to go play right now. If you don't want to spend your money and buy right the Call now. of Duty one. Yeah, well, and actually, I've so I've heard, like, I think, like, I've heard that people really liked the Call of Duty, so Blackout, when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I have heard that the player base and stuff has kind of dwindled. Um, and I don't know if, like, I have heard people say that they've actually gone back to the normal Call of Duty modes instead, which is whatever. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure still enough people playing Blackout, but uh, Apex Legends, I think, is a good kind of middle ground because I would say is, it would be kind of like a Call of Duty style because you're more, more movement, more verticality. You're moving more. It's quicker. Yeah, I mean, I, I versus have a, like a PUBG or something, right? I have a, I have a strange, like I wouldn't necessarily call it like Call of Duty. I mean, I get, I, I guess, I get what you're getting at with the whole fast moving and stuff, but uh, you know, I, I look at Titanfall and I mm-hmm. see it in. This yeah, game. well, I see. I never played Titanfall, so and and I know if I play and Titanfall, Titanfall, I guess is kind of more Call of Call of Duty esque. I mean, they had like the wall running, the grappling, and stuff like that. Yeah, which this game does not have. Uh, yeah, it has it has certain grappling. Um, like you, you kind of climb higher walls if you like, hold down the jump button, or yeah, there's a character well, that actually makes grapples. Exactly. But other than that, you're not running around jetpacks and grapples. I know we talked about this quite a bit, so I don't really want to have to go into like the details yeah. of the game. I just want to talk about like my experience with the game so far. Uh, so I mean, I quickly. Found the one character that I really like to play as. It's the that Wraith one mm-hmm. who does the portals and I can't remember her name, but I know what you're talking. No, about. her name's Wraith. Oh, it is Wraith. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, cool. yeah. She like because she is a, she's pretty good at surviving actually because she has that like phase ability where she for like five seconds can just kind of disappear and escape and not take any damage. Sombra. Essentially, you know, and Sombra is actually a character I played a lot on Overwatch, and it's actually a very similar style of play. And I, th- they should do a skin on for Wraith as Sombra. I think you're good. that would be a crazy the most ambitious crossover in history. Um, I know I like her a lot, and she works well with teams because like anyone can use these portals. So you set them up strategically, and I've done some really good flanks with them. Mm-hmm. And we and I actually won a game doing this with uh, we we're playing. I was playing with Jesse and Christian. And who's Christian is having a tough time playing this game because his computer crashes like every game. Oh yeah, that yeah. And I think because uh-huh. there's something going on with like AMD in this game. I mean, I'm if, running AMD and I haven't had an issue. Really? At all. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like the the GPU or CPU. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be frankly any number of things. Yeah. So honestly, like without it, without a doubt, if he's in a game and makes it past like a certain amount of time, it'll crash on huh. it. And so it always happens, you know, when there's, you know, a handful of squads left and his game crashes. So that happened to us. And there was, I think, two other squads right when he crashed. Right Worst time. So Jesse, of course, just runs around and kills the whole squad on his own. Oh, yeah. No, that, Jesse, that's what he does. No, Jesse is <laughs> totally that person. So, yeah, because like he's like shooting on him. Like, I'm trying to help. I'm like, where are they? He's like, oh, they're all dead. No, and so I was playing with him last night, uh, and every time I turned around because I was looting something, he was in the next area, and I'm like, "God oh, damn it, Jesse, yeah, slow down!" He moves so fast, so I'm like I, still looting. He's like already gone. I'm like, "Wow, okay." I know, and I, I'm just like, "Dude, but it, let let us know yeah, that you're leaving." He, he, that's why he doesn't. He doesn't. He did the same thing in PUBG. He would just yes, like, he, does. he would just kind of go, and you're like, "Oh, oh, I guess we're moving and leaving." 
So back to the story. So yeah, we're I just me and him left. He wipes the squad. There's one squad left. We kind of get in like a firefight. I I don't know exactly. I don't remember all the details that happened, but they were on this hill and we're by these buildings and they were in the circle and we weren't. So I'm like, okay, cover me. I'll do a portal. And I like literally portal on the other side of the circle. And at that same time, the other team rushed us, which I don't know why they did that. So they left their position. Mm-hmm. I think Jesse killed one or there was already like one or two left anyways. And so I portal, He they rush us. So he portals behind Right, I think right as he killed someone because he came in like reloading. He's like, all right, watch the portal. They're going to come through. And lo and behold, the last guy came through my portal as I'm aiming at him and killed him. And we ended up winning. I think it ended up being like my second or third match in the game. And that was like, the like okay, that's my character. I really like like that because I was able to get us out, get out of danger and like kind of retrain, reach, or not change the setup of like who had the tactical advantage at the time because mm-hmm. they totally did. And then we, I stole it from them, essentially is what happened. Yeah, I so uh, as I've been kind of, I'm still playing basically the same hero, um, which is the big Hawaiian dude. Yeah, because I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm so bad with names, but uh, I don't remember what he. Yeah, so like I'm still like playing him just about every match, um, and I, I like I like I'm watching as other people are playing other characters and stuff, and I'm like kind of noticing that there's there's like a really good tactical advantage uh like early versus late game depending on which person you get mm-hmm. um like i feel like my character is much better late game with the tracking right he has um, no, that or he's he has, not that he has the uh the airstrike okay okay yeah which is how we won the match that i won um and so there's like that and he also has a shield um, okay, and the then like guy. like the medic, um, lifeline. Yeah, lifeline. Like she is really super good. Like early, early game. with those supply drops she can uh-huh. get. Because but like as the game progresses, she actually becomes less powerful. Because really, by the time you're in a, like a big firefight with you three don't have other time teams, to heal. You know, you don't have time to drop that. If you and if anything, you have already collected tons of healing supplies yourself, and mm-hmm. you're working that way. Um, and I don't know. So I think like the hero, uh, the hero side of this, I'm actually like more surprised about than anything. No. And I actually think that's the best part about this is these individual heroes that have these abilities that change the landscape of the game versus just being like a, a normal person just running mm-hmm. there and you just have to rely on your gun. Whereas you can like kind of use a little more tactics and like I can use my zipline right here. Um, cause that's something we did. I was playing with Jesse and Christian and we ended up, he was with, was Pathfinder. I think it's a zipline guy. Yes. It's he, the robot. Yeah. So we were, we were way out. We were like on this tower. We were sniping at people and the circle closed way far away. So he shoots a zipline down and I go first. And as soon as I hit the ground, I hit a portal and ran all the way back, all the way to the circle. So in the, in the course of like two seconds, we went down the zipline and then also we're in the portal in the portal because we yeah right we coupled the abilities together and then we end up getting like third or something i think i forget exactly what happened but it was a good round like a good finish to the game too all of us were kind of thrown in one little area at the end yeah i like i guess if you would have told me like a month ago that like they were releasing this hero based thing uh, i would have like been super skeptical of that idea because that's actually one of the things that really has drawn me to battle royales is the kind of evenness of it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's based on skill and also the random 
completeness of the game. Uh, and so I don't know, there's something about like dropping with nothing and you have no skills or anything and you kind of have to build as you go. But I think the, the pacing of this uh, in the way you build your ults and stuff has worked really super well. And also beyond that, I like, I haven't actually ran into an issue with the circle closing. Like I have definitely been on the edge of it and yeah. I have like gotten uh, like in fights outside of it and had to make the decision, Oh, do I go in this or whatever? But I feel like my time with like PUBG like the circle was like its own enemy. Yeah. Like it wasn't necessarily that it was like closing the battlefield or anything because of course that's what it's designed to do. But it's like but you're it's fighting like, the circle. Yeah. Almost the entire time. This game, the way like the way it's paced and how fast you move. Yeah. It I never th- feels like you're actually battling the circle. I think, I think that's yeah. Cause for how fast you move in the map, just being a little smaller. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a PUBG, where the map is, vastly larger than the right. map in this game whereas like if you are on the wrong side of the map you're like you're oh, well, I, got, I gotta fight this circle i gotta find a way to get Unless out of here you find like a vehicle a, yeah. and then you pick the bad or, yeah, spot whereas it, or on this game like yeah we've been way out of the circle but then i mean there's those balloons set up where you can zip line up and then actually re-parachute like re-wingsuit and fly back into like way close but I never yeah i never feel like there's like that urgency where i'm right. like like oh we are out of time like, I, I definitely have to think about it but I've never had that feeling. Yeah, no, I'm not. It's not like it's usually like, oh, we probably should go now. And it's it's kind of nice because like it counts down for you. Your character's like, we got 30 seconds yeah, to go. Totally. We don't have too far to go. Versus like all of a sudden you're like in PUBG and all of a sudden, oh crap, it's closing. Yep. Yeah, and, and totally. And on the on the other hand, it's uh, I feel like I've be- actually been in like the late game scenario only like a couple of times uh, because for- it you can die so fast and I feel what are you talking about uh in apex. apex okay yeah and actually that was something like going to fortnite i really hated was i would drop and like no matter where you dropped you always dropped with other people yeah but there's something about how quick you get in and out of matches and like all that jazz well, i think with having that i feel like better about because how many people are in the i think it's 60 it's 60 which mm-hmm. i think for the map because it's, it's roughly i'd say the same size map as what fortnite was I would say probably even smaller. Yeah, but it never feels like I drop with like 20 people. First off, not everyone. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it does, but like yeah. you can fly out quite a ways and actually be on your own and not be like, oh, well, six other squads dropped here. Yeah, I definitely feel like my experiences, that's happened almost none. Like I feel like I've never really gotten to an area where like dropped and been like, oh, hey, there's not another squad here okay. that uh, that I need to act now. Or I'm gonna die. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't experienced as much as I, even as I do in like PUBG or some something like that because PUBG obviously you don't have like wingsuits or something you can't fly far enough so right. like it's pretty limited on how far someone can get from the airplane so they're always gonna you're always gonna kind of be in that two square radius on PUBG whereas Fortnite you have like the glider and you can go quite a ways and I'm mm-hmm. in this game you can actually you can fly almost the entire distance of the map when you jump. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's just, I think I like, I like that setup. I never feel like, I mean, there's been a couple times when I've dropped, I'm like, Oh crap, there's people here. We've got to find gear as quick as possible. But I don't, I don't, I yeah, like I it so like much I've better. A lot. I like it so much better, especially like my limited experience of playing Fortnite. It just is w- extremely better because Fortnite still sucks. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I no, because the gameplay is good. The, yeah, the shooting's I, I, great. That's one and thing. It's like it's like I've like I feel more comfortable when it comes down game. to the game itself. It plays really well versus Fortnite, who which the guns suck. They shoot all over the place. And I I I would be actually super interested to jump back into Fortnite and see how I feel because you know, like I think the shooting is the one thing that actually really turned me off from that game. Uh, and the fact that I didn't want to build. Uh, I don't want to build either. I hate, and I so hate. I, I actually would be really interested to jump back in because I know they are constantly making changes. Um, and we can so, watch the next Marshmallow concert. Yes, I would love to go to the next Marshmallow uh, digital concert uh, because who wouldn't? But I don't know. Like uh, I, Staying on Apex and trying not to jump off onto these other ones, no pun intended, uh, like... One thing I will say is I know like people were still kind of criticizing the fact that there's no wall running, um, there's no Titans, things like that. Uh, and I, the more I play this game, the more I realize that they made the total right move for oh, this. Oh, could you so imagine I if there went, was Titans in this game? No. It would, it would, I, I, it would ruin the lane. It, it wouldn't balance it. Yeah, because one person would get a Titan. And, and then, also, it's, it's a game that's built literally on like dropping dying in a couple minutes and then relaunching the game mm -hmm. uh and so to get a titan like the thing about like if you go back and play like titanfall 2 or titanfall multiplayer you get the titans after a long like build up build of, up of earning right. points and stuff yeah you don't yeah. just start with a titan uh and this is a you die once and you're done right and so they're like I don't see well, how not they necessarily could've... if you have a teammate that can revive you. Right. But you get what I'm saying. Yes, I know. Uh, like it's usually like, you know, one and done. It's it's yeah. a battle royale. And that's a very yeah, that's a very different kind of game style than something like the Titanfall 2 multiplayer. Uh and if you like so I went back and watched a bunch of videos on Titanfall 2 because it, it it's actually given me the urge to go back and play that game. Um and actually I might now that I have better internet. Um that's what I'll talk about. But uh, so I, I have really thought about going back and re-downloading Titanfall 2 because, uh, frankly, like, it looks just like so much fun. But you can actually see on the maps and stuff where they built, like, wall running and grappling and all this stuff in mind. Like, mm -hmm. they, the multiplayer well, maps I'm, I'm in sure Titanfall they used, are genius. Well, I'm sure they used assets from Titanfall 2 and just kind of and moved it into this uh, yeah, game. Yeah, it's so a little bit different. Obviously, there's going to be, like, things that are kind of similar. Like, yeah. Okay, well, it might be a reuse. Well, I mean, and that, like, those wall running and stuff, like, it don't exist in Apex Legends. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like but you the, can, the but design. The designs are in the Apex Legends? No. Oh, they're that's not. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. It, so they did a good, a good job of differentiating. Yeah. Um, because you can tell, like, the Titanfall maps that they're designed for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Like they, there was an interview with like the project lead, um, about like them designing the level in this game and how they, they toyed around with like wall running and stuff and pulled it out. And one of the things he said was like, we were afraid that people were going to have like overload playing because there's so much stuff going on at any given time. And there's so many things to like worry about that. If you're like, if you're worried about running and grappling and you're like, you're running up these walls and stuff 
and then you start getting shot from a direction and you're trying to find that and like it's just overload like it's too many things to worry about at once uh and so they're like yeah we pulled that because of that because of the overload Mm -hmm. aspect and i think that was super smart now Um, the design of this game is is very smart like I, I, it's the, the three person teams are still kind of interesting. They know constantly we're like on discord and there's like four of us online. Right. And we're like, well, but also it feels right. Like I know it's annoying, but, and also, but it's also one of those games because they were so smart about the, the like non team based team, Mm -hmm. like the non, uh, like friend based team. Uh, like I can jump into a discord party and hang out with them. And That's true. And you can game. play with any random people and they do, a, yeah, you, they do a really good job of pinging and communicating. Yeah. I have yet to use the voice chat in this game. Yeah. Cause like you can just, you can pretty much ping anything. And yeah. then, and what's nice, I kind of re- saw this later is like, you actually can request items to your teammates. Like, Hey, I, I only mm-hmm. have a blue, sh- a white shield. Like if you see a blue one, you can like set that. So when they see it, it, it pings on their screen, yes. which is, it's, it's really well thought of a way to communicate with your teammates without actually talking to them. Which is awesome because over the past several years, I have really got away from the idea of talking to randos because it's just like, I just don't have the time jump into, or the patience. We'll just jump into the it. opening Island or starting yeah. in PUBG, and you'll see why it's terrible. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. And then yeah. I use your tenant number one. And I don't, understand and then like one dude screaming the n-word yeah and yeah and like uh, just i really don't have time in my life to deal with this so yeah and then i'm a snake <laughs> well that's funny that's good but uh i i guess i looked last night and uh they told me i've already put in like 24 hours into this game really and i don't know how that's true because i don't feel like i've put that much. i'm curious to see what what i've been at i because i don't think i'm that much because, excuse me, I don't, I, I might have been, I left it on at that one could, point, could but I like, I don't, because you I do do that. I don't do that very often anymore. Remember when you left the Witcher on for like four days? Yeah. <laughs> you and had like, like, I looked at my hundreds of hours and I like, what the hell? Yeah, no, I <laughs> looked and I had like 500 hours yeah. in the Witcher and I was like, what? And I'm <laughs> like, I'm sitting here like at 90, like what? Yeah, no. And I, I, I am much better about that now that uh well i you were bad about that on playstation because i playstation is kind of easy just to kind of leave it and you go where like so i'd see like super dudes online and like he's been online for four days i think he's yeah (laughs) no i I don't think he's actually online i'm much better about that now (laughs) hey good um but yeah no i i am still playing that game a lot and still liking it yes uh first update came out with the new first new new gun they introduced yes i think it came out today i think so so i haven't had i haven't had a chance to try it out i think it was today it could have been could be tomorrow sometime this week it's this week the week of the 18th of yes. february yes is uh the newest update for apex legends which i will try this weekend i will have time to play so i'm excited to play yeah uh yeah and i we need to play some uh because i don't think we played it i don't yeah i, don't, I, I think the only people i've really yet. played with are have been Jesse, Christian, and Jason, and I've been and I've been playing with like some like other friends. And Connor, as well. I played I played with Connor. I think I I I don't think I played with Connor. I, he, like, he's only I been was, on a couple times. He's because he, his schedule's weird. Yeah. So because he last messaged night, he I messaged me. Yeah, like nine thirty. He's like, 
Go to let's play. I'm like, okay. Well, he mentioned me like nine o'clock. He's like, let's play. I'm like, okay, I got some time. A, yeah. little, a little bit of time. And then he finally gets on at like little after 930. I'm like, well, I got to go. Like, I got to get ready to go to bed now at this point. Yeah, I pass out super early. Where, he, night, where so. he works he works nights. So on his days off, he's he's awake from, you know, all through the night. Which is actually like perfect for me because that's my biggest problem with multiplayer games is because I usually get on to play late and everybody's gone to bed or going to bed. Um, Having a real job sucks. Yeah. So subscribe to my Twitch channel and uh, donate money so I don't have to go to right. a real job and I can mm-hmm. do this for you guys. 24-7. I have actually started streaming a lot, a lot more. Now that I have like the capabilities on my computer. You've been streaming? Yeah. Do I, you, do I haven't you, gotten a single notification. I've almost, like last week I streamed almost every night. What? Yeah. How did I not know about this? I don't know. You should probably follow me better. I feel like I should probably follow you on Twitch. I think you do. No, I know you do. Well, it, it should pop up on my phone then. Well, weird. Okay, maybe check that out. Yeah, because like when I'm playing some PUBG or whatever on PlayStation, I'll stream it because oh, it's, it's easy. Yeah. And I finally figured out uh, Nate helped me with uh, on my computer. He's like, okay, you know, download OBS. So I did all that stuff. So my streaming off on the computer gets a lot better too. I, and I, I can actually help you with that because I've got, I've got better versions of OBS that I can show you. Okay. So I don't know. I'm still kind of new to this whole like streaming thing, but now yes. that I have like a good computer where it doesn't look like a potato's running it. Um, I yeah. Could, yeah. I can actually like be proud of what I'm trying to display instead of like, well, if you look at this little grain and pixel over here, right. that's a bad guy, I think. Or it's a bush. I don't know. Yeah. So I have... So this... Oh, yes. Follow me on Twitch. Dogbert21. Yeah. yeah. Twitch.tv. Twitch.tv slash Dogbert21. Yeah. And Shameless plug. We should put... Uh, I can put a, like uh, uh, a thing where every time you stream, it actually shows on the, the dry spell page. Yeah, that'd be cool. Actually, yeah. be really cool. Um, you know, use this brand we've kind of started. Yeah. Uh huh. So I have uh, this past week. I finally did it. So I've been researching it for a while, but I decided it was time. Uh, let's actually start a while ago. So there was a time, like last year, that there I was, was a time. Yes, that was last year. Okay, are you just gonna repeat all this? Yeah, and I was like the okay the movie dialogue in a world, one man whose internet was out of control. Um. So I streamed a lot, uh, or I was starting to, and I was like, like uploading it to YouTube, like regularly and all this stuff. And like, I was really enjoying it. Um, so you're and, little, like morning shows yeah, and yeah. And all this stuff. Well, so basically what happened is so at the time our wireless router was in my room. And so I was hard lined in. Yeah. Uh, to our internet connection and everything was fine. Like I could do that and it wasn't an issue. Um, we went through a little roommate drama because uh, every time the router would crash, somebody would go into my room to like But it, like wasn't, reset it, wasn't, the it wasn't the fact that they well, went in your room. is the right. fact that they went in your room without like saying, hey, I need to go to check the router first. Right. If they if, did that, like, you're, if most they would have texted me and yeah. been like, hey, like I'm, I need to reset the router. I'm going to be in your room. I would have been like, okay, sh- whatever. I don't care. But like they kept on going in and like I could tell they went in because like even at one point I went in and found like the Ethernet uh, cable that I was hardlined into unplugged. unplugged. Yeah. And like this stuff. And I'm like, come on, like, guys, like, just please let me know when you're going in my room. Um, 
because we're a trusting house. I don't lock my door. None of us lock our doors. Um, obviously the exterior doors are, um, and you know, like, like I trust the people I live with, but like, I still want to know if somebody's going in there. And I think that's just common courtesy. Uh, well, so their answer was to just get the router of my room, which whatever. Uh, so I was like, okay, we should put it here. Like it can be in the basement, but it should be in this main room. Um, it's not surrounded by concrete. There's less interference well, from right, like major right, electronics. Because right in the main room is right next to two bedrooms and right below the other three. Yeah. It made it made sense to put it right, right in this main like, area. Like if we put it right here, there's literally a wall pocket right here with a phone line. Like, yeah, you'll have to adapt that and like change the wiring into the phone line. But that would be like really not that hard. Uh and so uh what what happened is when they came in, uh, they actually updated our service. Um, they gave us faster internet because we were paying for like more for slower than what they were offering for faster. And so we switched to that. Um, and they put our router in the corner, back corner of our basement next to our heater. Yeah. Um, next to our washer and our dryer. So all these major electronics who are obviously giving off interference. Um, and like, I could actually show you my speeds versus when I like, there wasn't heat and when there was heat, because when there was heat going on, they were worse just because of wireless interference. Um, but you're, yeah, it's like, you really was, didn't understand this though. Yeah. Or, or just not listening to me. That's because what the fuck do I know about any of this? Uh, who, who would know that the guy who literally has fucking a network, like cable kit and like does this for a living. Why would, why would he know? Why would he know? Anything? It's just Matt. Oh, why would he, what he know he anything know? about wireless signals? Anyways. So, um, it was really bad. Um, we're talking like the best speed I got was like on a good day where nobody else was in the house. The heater wasn't running. There wasn't any interference from our neighbors. I was getting like 10 megabytes down. Um, when which, you like have a, should be getting like a hundred, right? Yes. Or, yeah. And like, it just wasn't good. Um, and my wireless signal has always been poor. Like I tried everything I could. You had a lot of issues. I remember like, like it was bad. You couldn't stay in a discord party. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I had trouble staying in discord. Uh, and stuff like that. And it like it it just kind of like really put me off. Like and so all of this other stuff, like it, it got to the point where I was having troubles like doing stuff for work in my room. Um so finally, uh like I, I've been researching uh power line adapters for a while. And I finally just bought like I just bit the bullet and just bought one. Um one that would work. Because I needed a very like specific uh, size, a specific set of skills. Yes. Uh, so what the power line adapter does is you plug it in uh, to an outlet, and then you take your Ethernet uh, and you plug it into the router, and then into the adapter, and it basically hijacks part of your power um, for Ethernet. I mean, it's all based off copper wire anyways. Mm -hmm. um, 
and it just sends your ethernet signal through your through your circuits um and it doesn't go through uh like different circuits well um and it doesn't go through like uh power strips or anything like that uh so theoretically uh you it shouldn't go outside of your house right so it's not like if you're the, not just boosting internet for your own, all your neighbors right um like and i don't think they're powerful enough to really send signal long distances anyways mm-hmm. but yeah so uh basically you you buy a kit that has one that you plug in with your router and then one that you plug in like at your room or whatever and then plug in your computer um and i did that and uh had a 60 megabits down yeah you're 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 sending us pictures and updates you're like oh my gosh it's actually working it's like actually working you actually because you actually had your speed or whatever right and And i was worried because like our house is old so i was worried that like because of the wiring that it wouldn't actually reach it's gonna burn down that house well and there's (laughs) i think like the fact that we're gonna burn down the house is like inevitable anyways yeah just because it's old and uh, the wiring is not up to code. Uh, and you guys are probably running so much electric through there. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, uh, we have a lot of breakers. I, like well, Looking at our breaker box, we have a lot of damn breakers. Well, that's probably good. And I don't know what half of them do. And in fact, there's some that are just literally off. They're, they're, and honestly, you probably have more sets for breakers that aren't even connected to anything mm-hmm. just because they, because from what I've learned, being friends with an electrician, mm-hmm. what I've learned is electricians and builders do not communicate very well. I'm sure. So like the electric electricians put in what they put, think they need to put in and the builder's like, well, we are not going to use any of this. Right. Well, and so <laughs> frankly, I can tell that ours was probably done by somebody who maybe isn't a licensed electrician. Which just because is like there's solid like, possibility. Theoretically speaking, you should have a breaker for every room. In a perfect world, mm-hmm. be like, oh, this breaker controls the master. This breaker controls the master bath. Whatever. Yeah, like every um, yeah, every individual. Yeah. My breaker box is outside right there. Feel real good there. Yeah, I don't know if that's code. I'm pretty sure it has to be inside. But anyways, uh, and like ours is like, oh, north wall. Really? Yeah. Because I because like my breaker has each individual, practically almost every light switch is labeled in my breaker. And this place is not huge. So that's funny. Dear God. Because um, like I got like the four switches there, the one here, the ones for the hallway. Uh and then it also counts for like the my laundry room that's attached, but the doors on the outside. Yeah, it's all it's all because like it's like laundry room light and heater and then like weird. Yeah, weird. it's all individual. You can tell that this was a garage though. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a garage that got converted. I would say within the last, which means somebody probably just did the electricity in here, right? I'd assume so. I don't know who who built this place. It wasn't a very. It was a cheap job. I'll throw that out there. Uh, yeah, the insulation tell. is awful. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> But I don't know, like, anyways, so I have internet again. So I have actually started, like, I have been thinking about bringing back some of my shows, um, streaming more. Um, and so, yeah, I, like, I, I'm super excited. 
to try to jump back into some of that stuff. Uh, it's fun. It's, I like it, actually. Sure. I like the streaming. Yeah. I have some friends that follow watch my stream, so that's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've got I've got a handful of people who So I'm actually like, okay, that's kinda cool. So yeah. But uh yeah, so there's that. Uh so I guess I should talk about another video game that I've been playing. Uh and I have been playing Crackdown Three. Yes, you you did get Crackdown Three. Yeah, so I saw that Crackdown was on Game Pass. Um and I also saw that Game Pass was two dollars. Uh, is that for it was for the month right at least a month yes but also it kind of looked like there was a month and then a second month and like so your first month was free and then your second month was two dollars okay um i don't know i i i kind of read something like that but didn't really focus on it um i looked i was like oh two bucks uh i guess i'm gonna play crackdown uh so i bought game pass um so i now have game pass um and uh so yeah i downloaded crackdown three because it's a it's a recent release. It, it it like just came out. Yes, it just came out. I like think this week, right? Or uh, if not last week, it, it came out. I think on Friday. Yeah. It's so it's Friday. been. It hasn't even been a week yet. Yeah. So uh, so here's my thing about Crackdown. <laughs> so I played the original Crackdown. I wouldn't say religiously, but I played a good amount of it. Um, I don't think that I ever beat it. Um, but I like, I definitely played it enough to get a feel for what crackdown was. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I liked it a lot. It was just a lot of stupid open world, dumb fun. Uh, a lot of like, oh, like, oh, this group of uh, bad guys over here, I'm just going to go waste them for no reason. Uh, and stuff like it never like struck me as a tough game or anything. Um, it just struck me as like easy to play and fun. And of course, like I don't really play on hard difficulties anyways. So, uh, so I started crackdown three and, uh, almost immediately you could tell that they, they knew what crackdown was and they were going to lean into it. So they knew like the attitude that they needed to come in with this game, mm-hmm. uh, and they played on it. So Terry Crews. Yeah is uh one of the main actors of this uh and uh honestly probably one of the best video game acting jobs i think i've ever seen because again they like laid into this ridiculousness of the whole thing it's uh, it's like it's like the terry cruz from like an old spice commercial right yes yeah oh totally not terry cruz from brooklyn 99 but even that like that's like jim that's it's, it's all just, kind of the it's same just genuine Terry Crews. Yeah, he's like that's just what he does. As Terry's going to miss the farmers market. Yeah. And like if you leave out the expendables Terry Crews, yeah. like all of his characters are like this, mm-hmm. right? Just and, kind of yeah, loud and yelling and right. You're like and, what what did he just say? Yeah, and Crackdown 3 is one of those things. Uh and so it starts out uh you're like going to the city um as the agents and you're going to take them on. Um, or you're going to take like the bad guys in the city on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's been a series of rolling blackouts um, across the world. And so the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are basically going. Agents to, of S.H.I.E.L.D.? What is this? Marvel? I think. I think that's it. It's the S.H.I.E.L.D. Or I don't know. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like a the Marvel TV is it? show. Yeah. So Agents of Mayhem was the game that was the offshoot of Crackdown that just came out. 
That's right. Okay. Um, so maybe but, it's probably still considered the agent's. I thought it was shield. Maybe it is shield. I don't know. I don't know. But the, so you're you're an agent basically, uh, and almost immediately, Just agent of the destruction. Have everybody had. dies immediately, except Terry like, Crews. No, Terry Crews dies oh. almost instantly. Oh, that's weird. Uh, so at the beginning, you get yeah, there's like eight different characters that you get to play. Um, um, and of course, I chose Terry Crews, but there's like there's a good like variety of people you can choose from and you get different perks for each one. Um, and then that's your character for the rest of the game. Okay. So the one, whatever the one you pick doesn't die. No, they die. They all die. They all die. So, uh, after you, you and your crew get wiped out, um, somehow you are found by like a resistance, uh, and they re-engineer you. Mm. Um, and so, this is their their way to make it so because immediately when you start playing their game, you're like, oh, all of your stats are back at zero. You have to regain them all, and uh, because you know you're you've died, right? Yeah. Uh, and almost immediately, it becomes a game about orbs, right? And that's the crackdown thing. You're constantly getting orbs. That's like you're constantly like scaling buildings, trying to find agility orbs. You're trying to find hidden orbs. Like you're killing people for more orbs, depending All on about how the orbs. it is. And depending on how you kill them, you get that kind of orb. And so like, you're like, it, it, the one thing I will say is, as you kill people, it also gives you health back. Like mm-hmm. it regens your shield okay. with their orbs. Um, and so, Wait, uh, let's just clarify their orbs, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, uh, like it actually, if you're in a big firefight, and like somebody's kicking your ass, it's actually worth it to kind of like back off and get some of like the outer layers of people um, that are a little less. So it's, it's because you get health from them as you I kill would, them. So I'd say it's like Doom. Yes, it, very Doom. So you have to like kill to keep going. Yes. But yeah, you can kind of avoid the big enemies and get all the little ones. Right. To, okay. And like when you go to take on a base or something, it tells you, oh, like you have a 70% chance of survival here. And so it, it helps you kind of gauge on how w- you can attack things at different times. There's still races that you can do in different cars. Yeah. Um, there's like kind of like Spider-Man-esque, like, oh, run along these buildings and get these checkpoints, stuff like that. Um, and I don't know, like, I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. I will say, like, so the <laughs> it's so funny because you have the resistance who is like really all about like bringing these people down and like saving their city and stuff. And then you actually pretty early on, uh, all literally like all this happens within like the first 10 minutes, uh, you get contacted by the, uh, the commander of the like agents. Um, pretty sure they're called shield, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, so, uh, and so the director, uh, who you would recognize your voice almost immediately if you'd ever played the first one, just starts like talking about orbs. Really? I mean, not so they don't, they don't they don't even hide the fact. No. We're talking like he jumps in uh to your ear and starts like paging you constantly. Uh, if you find agility orbs within the vicinity, make sure to get those and like all this stuff. And he's like, keep searching for those hidden orbs. And like, he's constantly talking about orbs and it cracks me up. Cracks um, you down, I, I have right? a feeling like it's going to get really annoying really fast, but it's so funny at the time. 
But I think what I love most is they recorded a bunch of lines of Terry Crews. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, so you, your guy will be talking about like orbs and like stuff. And then out of nowhere, you'll hear Terry Crews in the background after shooting someone with a shotgun, boom, boom, motherfucker. And like all this stuff. And like, it is just so outrageous. Yeah. I mean, it is just so outrageous. I am actually having a lot of fun with it. Okay. Cause I've heard the game's not good. I've heard that too. Um, and I'm like, I guess I'm not trying to like be the, like the You're- person who's like, Oh, this game is definitely not good. I'm just trying to play it to see well, if it considering it was like, delayed like three times. And actually it, that's, that's what some people are saying. It's like when this game came out, or well, should have come out, whatever, six or seven years ago, this probably would have fit in the landscape. But yeah. it came out in 2018 where we're 19. now getting these... 2019, you're right. Where we're getting these big blockbusters like of games and like from a major yeah. studio, like, like we're expecting more at this point. Yeah, because I like... like oh, I'll let you finish. I just want to talk about it a little bit. But uh, Metro. Yeah, that Metro just, just dropped as well. Out, like I believe the same day. And, like, you yes. kind of compared like this, those two games, which Metro right now is just... Apparently, like it's yeah, I, doing I, I extremely well. In the I've ratings. actually seen almost nothing about Metro. Okay. I'll talk about it a little bit if you want to finish up. Yeah, I mean, um, interrupt. But I will say, like, but like, yeah, like I get what you're saying. Like in the game landscape, where like this last year we had probably two of the best games to come out in like the last ten three. years. Three, yeah, Spider Man. Four. Um, uh, no, I was thinking Monster Hunter. But oh, Monster, yeah, we had these games last year in 2018, like huge blockbusters. Yeah, God of War, Monster Hunter, Spider Man. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and then 2019 starts with Crackdown 3 that's I just I don't know yeah so I know we've talked about Crackdown 3 Anthem okay Anthem actually looks pretty good hold on well Well, I want to talk about that a little bit because I kind of watched some stuff on it and I do have it have the game already so I'll play it on Friday yeah no I'm gonna get it I'm definitely gonna get it but uh yeah anyways my summary of Crackdown 3 is I'm having a lot of fun with it Mm -hmm. um I'm waiting to see where that fun starts to peel off because probably when you got to get all the orbs. Well, I don't know. Even searching for the orbs has been kind of fun. You got to find the agility orb. That's been fun too. But I'm sure there'll be a point where that guy's going to drive you up the wall. And I guess I've only played like a handful of hours of it. Like I'm under 10 right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't know, like I'm really interested to see one how long this game takes because i've heard it doesn't take that long uh and two uh at what point does the game become so repetitive that it's just not fun anymore yeah because certain things like every time you get a gun it it gets put in your inventory and as long as you're near a checkpoint uh like you have refill points or whatever like you can pick out any gun you want same with cars so it's not like, oh, like I want the- this legendary gun and I have to go find it. Yeah. Once you find it, you have it forever. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. Uh we'll see kind of as I play it more. Um, hopefully the the next show we have, I'll have a better idea of what the game is overall. I will say in first impressions have actually been a lot of fun. And I will the other thing I'll add is the style in this game I think is great. Yeah. Like uh, they they've leaned into something. I think it looks really good. It's playing really well on my computer. Um, and that that was the thing. I like the cutscenes. Yeah. I like their kind of like I don't want to say anime, but kind of anime esque, um, like manga 
like uh, that's how it's like, pronounced manga yeah I don't like it. uh like different like no it's definitely manga uh <laughs> that's like, what i know uh like little scenes and stuff i don't know there's something about it that i really like the look of i i like the attitude as stupid as it is mm-hmm. but it reminds me of the 90s or maybe early 2000s and so maybe that's why i'm really enjoying it it's like your childhood again yeah maybe and that could possibly be it as well so fair fair point so yes yeah, so while you've been playing crackdown i haven't played a ton of it I don't have a lot of time during the week to actually like sit down and dedicate two games, unfortunately, which sucks. It's not what I'm used to. Uh, I probably could find more time, but other things. But I bought Metro Exodus, okay. and I was gonna. Um, I was sitting there because I was like, kind of, I was at my parents' house this last weekend, kind of not really. Um, I stayed there Monday night because I was supposed to be house sitting in them, and I just didn't, just didn't do it. I had the dock here, so it was all good. Okay. Um. But I was there Monday night, and I was like, I got off work, and I just went straight there. So I had like a couple hours of just like to sit down and play a game. And I was like, you know what? I wanted to get some games, and my parents never use the internet, so I'm like, I'm gonna go crazy and download some crap. <laughs> um, not like that, but like I got, oh, yeah. I got like Sea of Thieves re-downloaded on my computer. I think I got, um, I did this download, and I just like. I did some other downloads that I've like been missing because I just like redid my like everything inside of your Steam library. No, unfortunately not. Oh. Um, but like things that I was missing that like I had beforehand that I was like, you know, because I, I I don't want to like go over the limit on my because I still have that like that cap of three hundred gigs in a right. month, which I can now get rid of for an extra fee. Right, of course, for, per month or whatever it is, which I'm almost tempted to do. It's like twenty more dollars a month. I mean, I would see like how often do you go over? I, I actually am conscious about it quite a bit. Yeah, but like and, if you're not going over and like, well, because I know like, when you do, because well, I keep track and like I know I'm like okay, I have ten days left and I have eighty gigs left to spend because it roughly breaks down to you have ten gigs to download a day for a month because like thirty days in the month is like usually the period and I have three hundred gigs. Right. So I'm like, okay, I was, you know, when I don't do anything, my downloads are really small. It's like, you know, maybe two, three gigs. So I like have leeway to like download, like I downloaded Anthem here and that was 50 gigs or something like that. Something stupid. Maybe it was 30. I don't know. Um, yeah. But I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm conscious of it and I just kind of keep it in mind. That's why I was like, my parents never use all that their bandwidth. So I was like, I'll just steal theirs. Side note. Okay. But I was sitting there. I'm like, I want to get a new game. And I was debating on Resident Evil 2 or yeah. Metro, which I heard Resident Evil 2 is really good. And I still want to get it. And I think I will eventually. The first um, nude mods have come out. Oh, have they? I saw yes. Mr. Mr. Sex now. Oh, He's no, in a banana hammock. That. Oh, that's so good. It's just him in a banana hammock with the umbrella logo on it. And I'm like, oh, no. Um, didn't see that. That's good. It's good. It's funny. I saw that today. Uh, I didn't realize there's nude mods to that game, but. Not surprised. Of course there is. Of course there is. So, wanted Resident Evil Two. I I've been a Resident Evil fan for quite a while. I think Resident Evil Four is kind of when everyone kind of more or less jumped on board in that game series. And that's kind of when I did. I mean, I was still like a kid when that came out. So, um, and I've played all of them since. Except I've never. I didn't own Seven, but I did play quite a bit of it at Jason's. So yeah. Enough, enough to where I'm like, eh, I kind of got the feel, the point of it. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I'll go Metro. I like Metro. I played Metro. I think the last one was Metro Last Light. I want, I'm so glad I have a recording of you say, I'll go Metro. I'll go Metro. <laughs> um, yeah. 
because uh, I played Metro Last Light, I think, which is the one, the previous title in this series. I think it's Metro 2033, Metro Last Light, and now Metro Exodus, which has been a while since Last Light came out because it came out at the very end of the, the last generation of consoles. So I remember sitting and playing it on my PS3 mm. while being in a PS4 party chat. Okay, yeah. So it came out, so it's been eight years, maybe. I feel like 2033 was after that. One. Was it? Yeah. No, because then they did, like the 20, was... they did the 2033 Redux. Well, I don't I don't understand the whole, but I think this okay. is, yeah, it's, which maybe I think, I, I think that. they did like a redo, they redid the game or remastered it or okay. something because of how well Last Light did. I don't know, but it sounds like this one continues right off from Metro Last Light. Because you play the same okay. character, you're still Arctium, which I believe is the guy that C plays in all of them, because he's the main character, I believe, in the books, in the book as well. This is based off a book series, Metro Metro, Metro 2035, I think is what it's called. It's like a, it's like no a Russian, idea. yeah, it's like a Russian novel. It's a fucking Russian novel. Um, no, like this is actually like based on straight up like a novel. Okay, cool. that, I don't, I don't know when it was written, like in the Cold War or something. Has really has the big Cold War vibes. I definitely hear that the Russian liter like literary literary output yeah. of the Cold War is really top notch. <laughs> but anyways, continue. Um, so it's it it picked off right where pretty much last light. For me, I don't know. I guess maybe there was a game in between. I don't really know. I don't know the whole timeline. But like last light, you know, you go through the thing, you're under the belief that you are the last of civilization living in the metro and you're kind of dwindling because these creatures are starting to get in and kill you and you're like trying to go out on an adventure but then you no know, the game ends with him like hearing on the radio like someone else talking mm. and then the game ends i think that's if i remember correctly because it starts with him being on the surface and you get like attacked and i mean they okay. do they do like the dramatic like you know, you like jump to the door, and then like, they start attacking you, and then your guys come in and save you. Like, oh, it's it's Artyom. Like, what? Are you, uh, why are you here? Like, what the frick? And then your like wife talks to you. Who's like, she's like, I know you said you heard something, but there's no one out there, kind of thing. So like, it picked up right right off where the last game ended, and at least maybe it's a little bit of time. But you quickly, so you do like the, the intros like that, and then you get back into the metro, and then next thing you know, you're out outside with your wife because you were like trying to prove it to her and she's like i'll you know give you the benefit of the doubt but i don't I, there's no one out here everyone's dead like this place is a wasteland if the radiation doesn't kill them the, the monsters will kind of thing and of course you then you go with like the little intro and like you know kill the monsters and my first playthrough i end up having to restart a new game because my game somehow like it glitched really bad so like i went down this was one room and you like these little like giant rat things attack you and <clears throat> killed them all. And I could tell right away something was wrong because my wife, the wife character, was just standing there. Oh, good. I was like, this is this not good. You're not the first person that I've heard of yeah, within so, like the first five minutes. So yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like the very, very beginning of the game. So I was like, okay, I'll keep going. Cause I like, it was, it's still pretty linear at this point. Cause it's still trying to, it still has like the things pop up. This is what you do here you need to replace your filter when it beeps. And so I go, I go down there and then I see more of the rat things running. And all of a sudden she just like appears next to, next to me and starts shooting them. And I was like, well, that's not good. And then once they're all dead, she's still just frozen. Okay. So I'm like running around. Do that the whole game, yeah, yeah. So I'm like running around. I'm like, I'm like, damn it. Is this really this game? How's it going to like, is it broken already? And I had like the ray tracing on. That's 
this is like the first oh, right. this is the yeah, first game to have like dedicated ray tracing which i have noticed a difference it actually like the shadows and stuff are a lot but i would say it's different but it actually it works i don't know what happened but it was the ray tracing i like went into like i think i like kind of glitched myself in a place i wasn't supposed to get into and then like when i came out everything went crazy like all the pixels became essentially the wacky wavy inflatable guys oh, that's good that's what it looked like it was just like all over the place way i'm like what the f like tentacles just coming out of like coming out of space and time all over this like waving all over the place i was like holy shit like and i can't believe i didn't like record it or take a picture i was just like ah like my game's gonna freak out and i like went in the menu turned off ray tracing and then it just went away okay so, like i knew it was the ray tracing thing it was just the most like crazy <laughs> thing i've ever seen in my life on it like it was so weird and metro acid trick <laughs> yeah no joke because it's like it's like like these tentacles and it wasn't like one or two the whole screen like if i care i could see my guy's gun and then also just like tentacles all waving all over the place and i was like what is ha i couldn't even like see where i'm going at the, like anymore so like i go to the menu turn it off it went away she's still frozen i kind of keep running around I'm like i know this is where i have to go and I can't because like it was like one of those like you have to vault up there like you have to lift her and then she lifts you. Oh, like I could tell that's what it was gonna be because it was like not. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll just start a new game. Did that, ran through it again, worked fine, worked great, you know. And she didn't freeze and got through, vaults up, and then, you know, then you quickly all of a sudden like a train drives by and she's like, what the heck? Like, wait, there are people out here. Like, do you see this right now? And she's like, oh, like this is on the first five seconds. I'm not wasting any. Any um, spoilers here? Okay, whatever. So yeah, then all of a sudden, like it confirmed, and all of a sudden, like uh, you're running, you're like, we need, we need to get off this train. See what's like who, other people on the train, and then this car pulls up, we're like it's our guys, let's go, and you jump in there, and all of a sudden, they turns out not to be your guys. They knock you out. Um, so yeah, it kind of instantly confirmed that there's there's people in the world living in the world, and next thing you know, I was like, you you get out and there's two other people in her and like this old lady and this young guy in this, in the car with you. And they're like, yeah, we, we live in a village about, you know, 20 kilometers from here. It's like, yeah, you know, we, we deal with the monsters, but we, we find a way. So it's like, yeah, they've, so if people have been like, yeah, she, and the lady's like, yeah, of course there's people living. Like we're, we're not, we're not gone. And so it's kind of interesting. Like the first two games put you under belief that you were the last civilization. And all of a sudden like right in the get go, this game right. is it's like, like nope. there's, oh, there's people everywhere kind of thing like they've been living in this situation and then so then those people get killed you try to you try to jump out and save them get shot yourself fall down the pit great you think your wife thinks you're dead they kidnap her because she's the daughter of like the general of the order that you're under so she's like an important player and okay. whatever so yeah then you like try to sneak into the base and that's as far as i got so okay i got it maybe it's, it was probably about an hour of gameplay but Game looks great. It plays really well. It scared me the, like a couple times already. Okay. Like yeah. the first, like the first intro, you're like in the metro, and those things just fucking pop out. And I, I literally was like, "Fuck!" Like, like screaming and like I'm like trying to shoot and like and then you're like trying to stab them. And it's it actually like was pretty intense like right away. So I'm hoping there's a lot more of that because that's what I liked about the last the last metro game I played is you know it's really dark. You hear things all around you, and all of a sudden like something jumps out and fucking grabs you, and you're like, "Ah, shit." And you're like, fuck, God. And like, yeah. you know. So one of the clips I saw online uh, that somebody posted was you're walking like through the the tunnels mm -hmm. and the spider webs, right? Well, no, 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 it wasn't that. It's literally so like one of the bad guys like literally pops out on the left side of the screen 
and like just sits there kind of like like you would find in like a like old horror house Mm -hmm. where it's like this 2d like bullshit thing that just pops out yeah it sits there goes away you move a little bit it comes back out goes back in move a little bit away and then it comes back out and stuff and it was totally a glitch oh but it was it's just just, like like, yeah it just kept on coming out and so you could only move like a couple steps at a time it would pop out for a couple seconds and then go back in and stuff that's just kind of creepy yeah and well like i said with the spiders if you like walk like you can you know burn the spider webs with the lighter but if you walk through them they start crawling on you oh that's nice and it's like it's just because you hear i like had my headset on so i hear like like walking around like it's like on his arm he's like you like you like you like hit him off and you're like Ugh. it's just like Ugh. I, don't I, can't, I can't wait till we get like the technology in our lives where like like they can like project that onto us Ugh. so we can feel it I don't like know. if you've ever like been on it's a bug's life yeah in uh the 3d Disney thing World. again you can feel them under your yeah, feet and stuff uh-huh. yeah 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 i just can't imagine i want to see like jason i know who, he who's would, legit it would burn down arachnophobia his house. yeah like has totally like, like a spider walked across his foot and he backflipped over a couch once like Oh no, he got trapped in a bathroom when we That's lived right. Together. You lived with him, so you know. Uh, but because uh, he couldn't go past the spider, yeah. I was uh I'm curious to see how Jason would react on like that. Because if I mean I'd react bad. It freaked me out. Like just watching the well, game all of a sudden, like like in my headset here and then like it comes down like my mask. I'm like, fuck. Oh it's just like it was just how I feel about that. It was just gross. So you talking about this game has made me realize that I know absolutely nothing about the Metro games. Like yeah. literally nothing. I, cause I know in the last, like there's like the mutant creatures. So it's like, you know, the bombs fell in like later 2030s or something like that. I think at 2033 is like when like the nukes, everything got, everyone got nuked. The world kind of got obliterated and there's like mute, mutated monsters everywhere. Um, but then, like in the last one, there was like aliens involved or something. Okay, I don't know. It was yeah. like these, like it was like these, like outsider creatures, like they like called them, like whatever that. So I kind of forget at this at this point. It's been a been a while, but yeah. So there's like weird paranormal kind of just stuff in this game, and which kind of is cool. I like that. Whatever. And, yeah. And but it's like they make them like like the rats are like huge now, and like there's like flying bat creatures, and you know things you like. Okay, I probably mutated from a bat. Sure. Whatever. Oh, it's fun. It looks good. The game looks really good. So, and I'm excited to play more because from what I heard is like, like, okay, the reviews were like, you know, I'm glad that you're playing it because I didn't realize you were. Yeah. I just, I just kind of bought it on a whim and that's what I was playing yesterday when you guys were all playing Apex Legends. That's kind of why I pieced out of the party sooner. I wanted to play a little bit with it because I couldn't really hear. Ah, that's like, okay. So, but I honestly, and I was going to bed, so it wasn't like, yeah. And so, uh, Anthem comes out later this week. Friday. And I think that, yeah, I think that's the, the next one that I think we're all kind of planning on getting. So I kind of convinced everyone to get it. Because I, I, it came with my graphics card, so I had it. I was like, okay. And I wanted to get it anyways. Cause, yeah, I mean, I was, um, gonna, I was probably going to And then up. Jesse was just like, yeah, I'll do it. Because he buys every game. So Yeah, he has the money. Thanks, Jesse. He makes good money. He makes good money and has time. So, man, the life. He works, I mean, he works four days a week. Uh, yeah, he works four tens. Yeah, works four tens, but that means he gets a. He always has a three day weekend, which is awesome. I would do that. Uh, I've worked four tens. Actually, it's not that bad. Except our call was like six a.m. See, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so when, we would do six. I think he works till seven o'clock. <laughs> do six to five. I think so he. I think he bad. does like. I think he does nine to seven or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. That's something I feel like I could do. It's just like being. It depends on what I was doing. 
and when he like he sounds like he's a good job that he generally enjoys I think, so I think, yeah i think he works he works in an editing house so mm-hmm. i think he edits a lot um but yeah i would take. he's getting the game and then i i was getting it and i think you're like yeah i'll do yeah. it and well, then i, I think, was planning on and i think that convinced jason to do it yeah he, I think jason's like if you're all gonna get it i'll probably just do it yeah because so, yeah. he's he was on the fence about it so from what i've watched on anthem is the game is actually um so i watched a lot of like beta stuff and and they're comparing it really heavily to the next division game because it's a very similar style of yeah, kill the enemies, I, loot. Yeah, I think know. that's a, a bad choice. I just think because there are two games that are like kind of like that in the same vein coming out so close to each other. Yeah, because Division I, comes I, out next I month. I watched Division 2 and I'm a lot more excited about that than I so, am with Anthem. Um, from what I've heard is the people that did both have enjoyed Anthem more. See, I've like the people that I follow are the complete opposite. Really? Okay. Because Division Two, for me, unless they can really capitalize, like really expand what they did in the first division. Well, that's what I think they're doing. I know, but I'm just like, they say that Destiny 2 said that and didn't work out. Um, well, Destiny 2 did as well, but yeah. I mean, you, you know what I mean. But Anthem looks like a fresh, like a new. Um, a newer idea. I mean, it's, uh, people are comparing it to Destiny a lot, which I get that because yeah, it's like I the more sci-fi. But from what I heard, like these, like the javelin suits, and it's just like super fun when you just kind of walk. I was like, just take off and start flying yeah. away. Yeah, I just I feel like they made some really weird like design choices. So like the one social hub uh, is you're in first person, mm-hmm. and the rest of the game you're in third person. Yeah. Uh, and the social hub is where like you're gonna show off all of your cosmetics, and you can't see yourself. Um, like, how does yeah. that make sense? Because I, I think what they were trying to do with the social hub is not like how they did the tower in Destiny. It was like that's really where the story is gonna be kind of told. So I think they did the first person to be more like an interactive yeah thing with I the story. A- but from what I've heard, there actually is like a ton more story than like starting Destiny Two. Because I'm not even gonna compare the first Destiny with story. So. Yeah, I don't know. And I, from what and I, I from what I hear, it sounds like it really has like the charm of a Bioware game. Okay. Yeah. So basically, we're just hearing completely opposite things. Really? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I come into Bioware like they made Mass Effect. Mass Effect is easily one of the greatest games ever. Uh, Mass Effect Two is and probably I, better. Yeah. And, and it's one of the greatest games ever. Um. I never got around to three, and Andromeda was a literal. But, but then they fire. also have. A, I mean, and I love. Uh, Dragon Age. Yeah, and I, I guess I didn't play Dragon Age either. But so, which they are making a new one. I'm so excited. They announced that this last like, yeah. Few months ago. But I don't know. Like I like I'm expecting. So I like, know Mass I know Bioware can put a good story out there because they've done it. Yes, they've done it on multiple game series. It's not like they had the one hit in Mass Effect. No, Dragon Age is kicking ass too. But also, so you and, go like this like social area. Yeah, and it feels like the NPCs are literally just like standing there waiting for you. Like, like that, and that's such a Mass Effect Citadel thing. Like you're in the Citadel, yeah, and it's literally like nothing happens until you go and talk to somebody. Yeah, it's I like, mean, eh, that kind of takes you out of that whole world experience. I don't know. Uh, both of us are literally just hearing things about the game. I guess. So yeah, I don't well, want to no comment it. too much. Yet. No one's played it, and I don't have the early well, people access. People have. Yeah, I mean, because the, er- the early access. Yeah, has. I haven't played it. You uh, haven't played and it, I, but- I. From my understanding is they put some really weird kind of like limits towards like end game where you have to like do things like, oh, kill three people with a grenade 
to be able to like progress in like, and like, that's, I don't know if that's a great way to go about progressing like an open world game, like loot driven game. Like, yes. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll We'll, find out. We'll find out. I'm excited. I am. I am genuinely excited to play this game though. And I have been for a while. So uh, on the bright side, from me looking at the scope of Crackdown Three, I think I might be done with Crackdown Three before it comes out. <laughs> Why? Just because? Because Crackdown Three just doesn't look like it has a ton of content. Uh, maybe, <laughs> like, yeah, I guess you're right. Back down the road. So hopefully Anthem throws a content at like has good content. From what I've know. heard, they have a, like they said they have a good road, like a game plan or road map or whatever they call it. Well, and their their release thing is so damn confusing that I don't even know. Like, I know that's that alone is turning people off because they put out like this big like chart. Yeah, that's like, oh, if you buy this one, you get this at this. But and I this think, one but at I think this, they said their DLCs like, are or their like, expansions you, are free. You like all of a sudden you're like drawing some weird ass graph to know exactly what you're getting when. And but for, I, don't I thought know. They, I thought the expansions were free for this game. I'm going to have to check the chart. The chart. <laughs> check the chart. I don't know. It might be, but it, that might be the point of the chart is you're getting it at a different time. Okay. You're like, depending on which level you are. Interesting. Like, I don't well, know. Well, it's, like, it's, for me, it's going to be the game that I play when everyone's online, which is, which is pretty often. Because I don't think I really get on too much unless I'm going to be playing with someone. Yeah. I know. And maybe this is going to awaken some weird urge in me to go back and finish Destiny 2. Did you ever finish the story on that? Or oh, no? yeah. No, you I did, finished yeah. the story. The story, oh. like, you could knock out in a day. Yeah. I, know. Um, I, was, I was like, but I never know with you. But I, I probably, so my problem with going back and playing Destiny 2 again was I didn't want to do the story again. Because you I'm bought it, because you rebought it, it for, a play, for a computer. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of was my thing, too, because they're like, you should buy Destiny. Even when Destiny 2 was free, I didn't get it because I'm like, I don't want to sit down and play the game again. It wasn't that bad of a game. I know, but it's like I, I just was just like, I don't really have a like a yeah. Considering uh, I still have the whole game on my PlayStation, yeah, which I actually think I've deleted. Um, no, I'm for <laughs> sure have deleted mine, but I'm Cause, still because I filled off, up my two terabyte hard drive in there. Oh, I'm still living off my uh, 500 gig. Yeah, I can't believe you're like I don't know how you're doing. Whatever, that. like six years later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well. Might as well stick it out for probably one more year. And Five years, I guess. Stick it out for one more year and you'll get the new one on the next PlayStation. Yeah. Comes out. Yeah. So, uh, new games. We're hitting we're the time with games coming out. Uh, Anthem is the one that I like looked into the future and I'm like, eh, this is the, this is the one I'm looking forward to at this point. I don't see anything like relatively close beyond that that I'm like, oh yeah. Cause I'm still, I'm still on the fence about the division too. Yeah, well, and I'm just, I mean, I'm looking closer than that. But. Yeah, because I mean, but that's March 22nd. That's really right around. That's a month away. Yeah, I'm um, looking like the next couple of weeks. Okay, I know Trials is coming out. Trials Rising. Yes. yes. Uh, which might be a lot of stupid fun. It, yeah. It's Trials. It's Trials. Sounds good. Yeah. So interesting in our, uh, our Facebook group chat, which usually has just been a meme chat recently. Yes. Um, a friend of ours who doesn't post a lot, just out of nowhere, posts, in your guys' opinion, what makes a great game? Or, or no, a- along he those lines. Like, he asked, uh, what do you wish you saw yeah, more right. of more in of games in a game. now? So essentially it was, you know, what, what, what are we looking for? And it's kind of one of those questions all of us are kind of like, 
like we kind of chimed in and like put in paragraphs explanations and stuff in there and it's just kind of it was really bizarre it was really bizarre because like this chat of ours usually is just kind of devolved into meme a meme chat yeah essentially um with a couple occasional like is anyone doing this nope okay cool um yeah then so we had like all this like intellect like actual conversation on there with several of us in this in this group uh I don't know. I just want to talk about it because it was kind of like a random thing. That, yeah. That I, just happened. Was it Monday or Tuesday? Yeah. Because I was sitting in like a work meeting. Yeah. And you're like, uh, what the hell's happening? Right like, now? I, it was like, yesterday. So I then. just kept yeah. swiping them off and then like got back on when I was done with the meeting. I was like, there are 80 new, nine new <laughs> messages. I was like, what the hell yeah, happened and we, So it was kind of interesting. We all kind of were talking about like what may, in like our opinion, like essentially what makes a good game and why are these games coming out these days? Not what we consider not like meeting that expectation. Yeah. And I think all, all of us kind of like came with the conclusion is there's just no meaningful story behind like, cause they look at the division, look at destinies. Like they create, I think that was you. That that, was I, like that. well, that's like, what I there said. There were some people that were like the opposite. Yeah. Way. Cause like my, my, my thing was I, I'm missing these deep, meaningful stories that makes me connect to these in like worlds that they like the division and destiny. Like I said, create such a, a great world like destiny's world is awesome if you would actually if they actually it's would, okay with it if they actually would explore it more and you get you know get more history of like what the darkness is and the golden age and like the you know stuff like that and then like the division as well is like you know you kind of get the thing is like there's this virus that went around the money on black friday and then by christmas everyone's kind of dead but then then you're like in this world and i'm like i kind of feel like the best part for me for division was just kind of walking around in downtown New York, not doing anything, just kind of walking around, finding like the, the phone recordings mm -hmm. and kind of just like stumbling upon like enemies and stuff. It wasn't like the actual missions of the game. It was just kind of like that free experience. Like, cause it was like something about this, the sound of running in the snow and it was kind of muffled and you would hear like sirens off in the distance and like the occasional scream. And I don't know. For me, it's like these games make such a good world that, is worthy of a game, but then they don't ever end up living up, at least in my expectation, to what has been created for it. Yeah. Uh, so I never actually responded. For me, I like I. What I really love about games is I love how people uh, are starting to use the medium in a way to get like a message across, and like be able to like say, "Oh, this is how we are as humans." And here's how we can explore it in this interactive media. Well, I think for Games you, it's for like, Life is Strange. For yeah, you. so like Life is Strange is a great example of that. Um, I thought that that was a great exploration of like, oh, like you're going to take on these roles of these teenage girls uh, and what they go through. I've never been a teenage girl. Yeah, I so. haven't either. Uh, and kind of what they, what they go through. Uh, and like, obviously the writing in that game gets a lot of criticism because you can tell it was written by older men, but like still kind of telling these stories, like for like the games that jump out at me are things like, uh, uh, shit. What is the name? Uh, that dragon cancer. Yeah. For example, like somebody like went out to make this super personal thing. Um, Florence is another one of these, like, like for a mobile game, like this game, like said something I think deep and meaningful. Donut Valley. Uh, uh donut I don't know country. if Donut Valley or was <laughs> really it says that. Donut Country County. Uh, uh, donut County actually says like a lot about like, like kind of like uh, like 
the way we treat our planet. Yeah. Uh, which um, I, was well, really I think, surprising. I think a game that when you're, the way you're speaking about like, the game that like you really resonated with and I enjoyed, but I didn't connect as much as you did. was uh, night in the woods. Yes. Well, that was actually my next oh, talking point. Okay. Because night in the woods for me spoke literally like it was like a direct line to my heart mm-hmm. um, because like, I don't know, it spoke to like the millennial lifestyle really super well. Like we're, we're tossed into this world that is like, we can't relate with. And so it's like kind of sending us really back. Like in like May as a character, uh, like where she has to go, uh, and go back and live with her parents mm-hmm. because like college isn't for her and like trying to find your place in the world. And then like, I have cups on my ears. Yeah. yeah. And then like going back Wanna and do like some living yeah. with your, like your like childhood friends, who have also had a really tough time finding their place in society. And that's for me what gaming like is, is like increasingly starting to explore and do really well. And like Journey, uh, like uh, Monument Valley and like mm-hmm. all these games, like they disguise these things in that way. And like and like one was that I didn't uh, particularly like a ton of when it came out. Um, but I've actually seen a number of people talking about recently was like rhyme. rhyme yeah. Cause like, I was told rhyme, this like really came to my head story and, and like, like had this really beautiful look and stuff. And it's not these, like it, it doesn't have to be this like huge triple a undertaking. Like you can, you can do this with a handful of people. Um, and I love how developers are starting to like, feel comfortable mm-hmm. about releasing these things um you know celeste is another one of those examples so for me like anything that i can like emotionally come to and relate well, I, I think it's like, i think it's gonna stick with me longer than like i think like in 20 years i might remember something like red dead redemption 2 but i'm gonna remember a night in the woods a lot longer than that yeah because i think it's kind of where I kind of popped in my head. It was like a game that you really like when you, after you like played it and beat it, you're like almost dis. I want to say, I want to say like disembodied. Like, you know, when you finish something and you experience this whole thing that like, you don't think anyone connected, like anyone around you will understand. You kind of just like sit there in that moment where you're like, Oh my gosh, like, how do I, how do I under like accept what I'm feeling at that right, moment? Like, and how am I going to talk to my counselor about this? <laughs> I guess, I guess <laughs> if uh, that's what you're talking Firewatch. Is another one yeah, of those. But it's like, like these are games that I think about a lot, and I'm just like thinking about it, and it's honestly like like a game that pops in my mind is The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Just the way that game ended, I sat there, I literally like sat there in the credits, and like just like, what do I do? How do how do I how do I move on from this? Right, because it wasn't. Because it ends the game, it ends in a way you would don't expect really to end. You think it's going to end one way or, or the other, and it it takes like this weird third route, and you're like, well, that was not what I expected. And because it probably wouldn't have been how if it was like left up to the player's choice, it would not have been how I ended the game. Yeah. Um. Well, and that's that has something to do with like your relation to Joel as a character. Yeah. And then realizing that Joel isn't actually that good of a person. He's a selfish prick. No, exactly. And obviously he's coming out still like has the like the effect of like, you know, losing his daughter and the see that game starts it starts incredibly well too. Like, you know, oh yeah, no, I char- like, characters in the you meet in five minutes, like 
I got stuck playing that the other day. Like, you like you, I played through the intro and yeah, like, it's like I just that intro just like, gets Jesus. you in for like a character you met five minutes ago. It does an incredible job, and I think like games that can do that just kind of instantly grab you with the characters, and you're like, like I don't know, it's just and give you like that weird out of body feeling yeah. when something happens. Not even like the game doesn't have to end. Like something in the game can happen in the middle of the story, and you're like, whoa, and you have to sit there for a second, kind of like gather your thoughts and move on and i think that's the beauty of like a really like the sign of a really really good game Mm -hmm, definitely Uh, i think for me the emotional uh relationship that i can develop with the medium is is so much stronger than oh this is a graphics powerhouse Mm -hmm, because it doesn't need to be a graphics powerhouse in my opinion you don't need good graphics to make a good game yeah and like i think there's like definitely like pushing the bounds of like what we can do graphically and like all that stuff i think is like super important and something we should be exploring and i think games should be judged on that kind of stuff but like that's not everything Mm -mm. in games and unfortunately i feel like a lot of the times when we're talking about video games, especially when you go online and talk about video games, uh, it all comes down to that. Well, I can't run it in 60 frames. The game's trash. Like, yeah, totally. And like people, I mean, that's people's mentality. I'm like, fine, stay and, with Call of Duty. Stay well, with- yeah. And like, but there's like they- definitely like Call of Duty is a good example. Like if the, if Call of Duty doesn't maintain a consistent frame rate, uh, then they need what, to make some changes. See, what's funny is Call of Duty, for me growing up, was one of those games that did that to me. The mo- se- second Modern Warfare, you know, the part when you you know get betrayed and get killed, and it's like it's like everyone's favorite character gets killed. You're like all of a sudden you're like, yeah, what? Like Modern Warfare Two, well, actually, Modern Warfare Two, and also no Russian. I yeah, think was well like that a, it's like there was like these games like you know we're criticizing now, but like during when we were growing up, really shaped how I kind of like viewed video games because it was like kind of did like the classic bait and switch, the plot twist, you know, mm-hmm. cliffhanger. You're kind of just like, you know, like, like, especially the no Russian, like you go in there. The first time I played it, I didn't fire a single bullet. Cause I was just like in awe of like, we were gunning down hundreds of people in this airport. Mm-hmm. And I, I lit my, I literally walked through the map well, because I was just like, I didn't pull the, I didn't. I and know. I probably nowadays would totally take yeah. another approach to that. Mm-hmm. But also we, we grew up in the nine 11 generation, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what shaped our childhoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was a really shocking thing yeah, to like, think the, about the, at that time. Cause I remember the first time I played that mission, I didn't, I did not fire a single bullet. Cause I was just like, like literally I, you know, I'm seven, 16 years old, 17. Uh, pro- yeah. You were probably younger than that. It came out. I think I was. Uh, I think all of them came out when I was in high school. I I know it I was in high school. I I think school. I was a junior, but I could have been a sophomore because I know I had um a certain teacher at this point in time, and I had her for my sophomore and junior year. Okay, and that's all I can connect it to. Um, because I know I had to get her homework done before I could play the game. Ah, back you know those weird, days. Weird, weird memories about that kind of stuff though. but that's how i connected to it so it's either either sophomore junior year of my high school so 2009 2010 i think it was 2000 it came out in 2000 i think it was nine it was that late but anyways maybe it was eight maybe it was like anyways uh, oh well but yeah like i'm saying like these games like i i remember these moments that stuck with me and yeah i mean there's there's some moments in halo that are like that for me 
that like I think about and I'm like, oh Jesus, like yeah, like I, I like I hated losing this character. And like I see, like I, I always think back to like Metal Gear games and stuff or, like that, like, uh, or Gears of War three when Dom dies. Like yeah. that was like just like a moment where I was just like, I'm done. What do I do? Like, I'm done. What do I do? Uh, should I just listen to Mad World again? Like yeah, no joke. Because uh, I don't know if you've actually played that. Like, cause I I doubt you did. No, Gears of War three. Uh, they actually made the callback. He dies to Mad World. Really? Yes. Like okay. that. They like they don't play any licensed music throughout the entire games, and then like that comes up, and you're like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Because right isn't now. that who like in the first trailer? For yes, the, Gears, the original, the original the Gears trailer. trailer so that was Mad Dom World. with Mad World. Well, no, it's it's Marcus. Marcus. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. But you're running through, and it's like, yeah, that's. I I Mad watched World. that trailer. At least a hundred trailer. At least a hundred. Easily times. one of the best. Yeah, it was good. So good. Yeah, there's more emotion in that trailer than we get in games today. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, that's, uh, that's what's wrong with the world. No, um, I don't know. We're like we're in a weird time for gaming where they're still tr- like companies are still trying to make that break for multiplayer games and kind of trying to abandon these single player games. But this last year proved that these single player games still are here and are still gonna kick ass yeah but even then like i don't know if i really made the emotional connection with those big single player games i think they were great games but yeah i guess i guess like yeah i didn't feel emotionally motivated to be kratos like like i liked what they did with them as a character i I guess i guess you're right on that one because um toby mcguire like Like uh, I don't know, uh, I I did kind of feel like have that kind of sense at the end of God of War when you realize everything was just kind of like fell in the place and you're like whoa okay that was like it was really cool like smart writing there but yeah I don't know but I don't uh, know I feel like people are like because I'm like Anthem I know Anthem's not gonna have like those one of those moments for me I, it might it might Who knows? You know, they might actually, pull something out of nowhere it's true Bioware like can do it I know they can just Andromeda just forget about it yeah um because they have. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> uh, I don't know if they forgot, but they want to. The, the, they've they've confirmed that there's they're going to be another Mass Effect game. Yes, so we'll see how Anthem is. I I I'm going to enjoy it. I know I'm going to. So. But I yeah, don't, super. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to. But... Super random tangent talk there, but thanks Colby for that. Just kind of because no, he, he was that's talking smart. about like RuneScape and how like you know you go do things in the world to like let you go i never played runescape to be honest so i had i mean a little bit yeah but. so like he, he actually brought up runescape is like is a great like of how a good game is because how it's because he's 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 talking strictly about the design yeah so and then he brought up like the first guild wars or something yeah and i mean everybody's going to be drawn to their own things yeah. like and that's totally fine uh and frankly that's kind of what criticism is about and that's why, like, when you start listening to people that criticize things like art, uh, you find people that you agree with so that when they review something, you can say, oh, like, for I think See, I'm I going to you. agree with this. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just like, I'm going to agree with this person says. Yeah, I mean, that's why, uh, you know, you yeah, you follow the outlets, you follow, you follow yeah, the people you, you follow. you can disagree with those things. Like, you can disagree with people. They, 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 no, not everybody you, has to agree on the same stuff. He's he's wrong. I liked it, so he's wrong. Like so, let's talk about hot Twitter takes for a second, okay? Because I just saw one from the vice president of Xbox, who 
basically came out and I don't have the exact tweet, but it was like, uh, Oh, uh, something about how, uh, a game reviewer, uh, made a comment about Anthem and how wrong they were. And like, all like how like games journalism shouldn't be a thing that you should so be. Th- so, so the you vice should, president of Xbox said this. Yeah, so you should instead be like watching streamers and YouTubers because they have, they actually do a better job of reviewing games. Um, and it was a bad take. Yeah, that's not good. God, I really wish I like. I really wish I put put this down because it was remarkable. I like. I looked at this and like it was like you got to be goddamn kidding me. Um, especially someone so high up in like Xbox. Yeah, says something so. Just because they don't agree with your opinion, doesn't mean they're wrong. Right. Uh, I don't know. That was that was a really, really weird one. I'm gonna see if I can still find this. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Here it is. All right. So, um, so there was so PC Gamer posted an article that said Anthem's worst section has already been improved. Whatever. So Mike Ybarra, who again is, um. Corporate vice president at Xbox said that was actually very easy to do. Amazed at the whining, one reviewer, not the below, reviewed the game, yet in the review cited that he didn't even know how to do a combo. Embarrassing to review with such a lack of knowledge. Well, uh, and so, and like, like, I know, like, the immediate thoughts come up about like the Cuphead review. Yeah, let's just say like the reviewer that could. I was just about to say Cuphead. The reviewer but that also, can't get pa- couldn't get past the tutorial, guys, so called it a bad game. Well, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. He, like okay. he was actually like very upfront about like I just had a hell of a time getting past this part. Okay. Uh, and that guy actually had more of a history. But like, so I'm gonna be honest. Like, if if your game isn't upfront, that a person who literally plays the game for a living has a hard time finding it. Like, uh, that's that's a bad sign. Um, but some of the other gems in his Twitter was like, I don't do reviews because everyone enjoys different things. I'd suggest modern reviews should be watching streamers play a game, doing the demo, listening to what your gaming friends think. And if it seems like something you will enjoy, then great. And I love the the uh, comment below it. Ah, yes, streamers. Nice and impartial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you know like, where they're getting uh, their money like, from. Jesus Christ. Like, what a... What a bad take um and there's one more i want to say he also uh posted uh the other day 47 hours of anthem game in 3.5 days in the emoji with the big o face also uh somebody said honestly is the concern you bought bought the marketing rights for a mediocre loot shooter i'm sure anthem will improve over time but clearly the game was rushed to market bugs in all caps and mark Ivara, it's not even out until Friday. But it's already out. See, right. but it's out. So that's the thing. It's like it released it released early on the 15th. I believe it was the 15th. So it's been out for five days. Um, for the people that have the Origin Access, 
and they have dealt right. with these bugs because that's what I've heard. There's tons of bugs, and there's already going to release it. Uh, there's already going to be a day one patch. Yeah, um, which, which they said they're going to fix these like seven minute load screens and stuff like that. There's because like I watched a video of like I think it was the beta, and like enemies would like dis- just disappear or they wouldn't attack. And there's definitely going to be bugs, and of course, but, but I mean every big game like this has everybody. Bugs. Every game has bugs, but also like. I mean, I had tentacle flying around in Metro on me. Yeah, so. but at the same time, like, like there's always going to be th- things that you miss, and I totally understand well, that. Game development is hard as shit. Yeah, you don't realize how one line of code is going to affect another line Everything. of code. Yeah, it's like it could completely crash the game the could work game. work hundred percent perfectly. You put one letter in there, poof, thing falls apart. Like it's yeah. it's and I mean like I don't think people realize how delicate of a balance like it takes and like, like and I how to it. fix it like. Oh because, yeah, totally. Because this also, was like a thing. I don't know, like it's like one of those things. But yes, you're right. But at the same time, if you know you're gonna release the game at this day for the people who literally pay for your service mm-hmm. to get games early and yeah. pay a monthly subscription fee for this thing, you should probably be ready to release it by that day. Yeah, that should be that not, should that should be day that one. Shit. Yeah, that should be day that's one. Day one, not the twenty second. Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's, that's a really weird situation. You got to keep in mind, like, I remember, I think it was when, I think it was still First Destiny. They had like this this heavy ammo glitch where if you died, you lost all your heavy ammo. And I think it's only because you were, when you were wearing a certain pair of boots or something. It was something weird like that. It was like, like, and they've been, it was a problem for months. And they're like, we've been trying to fix it. It's just so deep in with the code that if we try to change it, it'll mess up so many other things. Right. So like, it took them a long time to fix, but it, Bungie, I'm speaking of. And like, they even addressed it early on. Like, we're trying to work on it. We're not going to mess with it right now till we already figure out a way to get it fixed because we don't want to try to fix right. it and then screw up something completely else. Because that did happen with another update they did. They like tried, they changed something on these boots. That's what I'm thinking. And it totally changed, like, messed up something oh but, sure yeah so code is hard code is weird it reacts very strange so i understand when like there's these bugs that come out like might take a little bit to fix because um because you don't know how it's gonna react but when you know these bugs are like already there like you're aware of them and you already push then you just like go ahead and release the game that's the issue like right. if you know you can get a grasp on it in like maybe a couple weeks delay the game well, and the other thing is, is like we're seeing companies now that are like pushing money at streamers and stuff and firing QA, like firing testers and stuff. Like, I think you're going the wrong way with this game. Like, like uh, that's that's gross. Uh, the one other tweet was uh, thank you to James Swinbanks for this tweet. Uh, it says games critic criticizes games gamers picture of pokemon with his mouth open yes <laughs> like uh i don't know that's uh that's, that's good mike Gubara, man like that's really good that's what good a one. what a bad fucking hot take i uh, just i don't know yeah um why don't we talk about a couple little news stories okay um as we go through uh from last week um so we uh let's just go ahead and let's just get this out of the way right now we recorded a podcast um, released it last week, uh, and almost immediately, uh, a huge news story hits, um, and a big ass bummer news story. Uh, so Activision Blizzard, um, 
you know, Activision. Uh, we has... talked about this, I think, a little bit. No, we did not. I remember talking about this. Nope. Someone. This was after. Um, so they lost Bungie, right? We talked so about Bungie that. Bungie left, um, and we've talked about that. And also Activision came out and said, yo, we know like Destiny 2 isn't performing as well as we want. blah de blah de blah um, and rumors started swirling around that there were going to be mass layoffs at Activision Blizzard. So uh, they had a earnings call, um, at which point uh, the company CEO, uh, Bobby Kotick, um, said that Activision Blizzard's financial results for 2018 were the best in our history. Okay. Uh, they didn't even realize their full potential, okay? The best year Activision Blizzard has ever had. And as a result, the company has made leadership changes designed to, quote, enable us to achieve the many opportunities our industry affords us, especially with our powerful owned franchises, our strong commercial capabilities, our direct digital connections to hundreds of millions of players, and our extraordinarily talented employees, at which point they announced that they were laying off 800 people. Yeah. 800 people found out during an earnings call where they were told that their company did better than it's ever done. Yeah. That they were going home without a job. It's... I, I don't understand where the com- miscommunication went. Like, or why why 800 people have to lose their job when you post record numbers? Like, right. So, I don't, there's obviously something they didn't tell us. And so, no, they, they were very upfront that the reason being is that they're restructuring the company to put, uh, basically lay off mass people in like community building. Or Q and A, uh, or QA, I shouldn't say Q and A, QA, uh, and like all of these other things that aren't necessarily like, oh, I'm working on the Diablo mobile game, right? And so that they could then put like more people into teams that could then work on, let's say, I don't know, loot boxes for uh, their hot Call of Duty game, um, which, by the way, has just made a bunch of problems like i guess like they released a loot box that is just ridiculously expensive and like all this stuff and i don't know like it's i don't know like so people that work at blizzard specifically um like blizzard for a long time has released very polished games uh, and people that have worked there have come out and said they can actually feel Activision closing in on Blizzard as a brand um, because they have more control now than they did even a year ago of Blizzard. And things like the Diablo mobile game are going to happen yeah. more and more frequently because Activision is looking to make more profits versus release better games because and that's but that's how it's been with activision and i, I kind of would lump ea in that too it's like they don't they can <coughs> excuse me uh obviously money is good you need money to keep going totally to continue 
I don't think Blizzard was ever short on money. So the fact that like Activision is really changing up these structural things just to squeeze more money out of the consumer mm-hmm. is just to me that's just like a practice that like needs to not be happening. Right. Because when I yeah, when I think Blizzard, I think, you know, Diablo and I think of like Diablo, StarCraft, World, World of Warcraft. Warcraft. All games that have a extremely long shelf life. Yeah. Like people have been playing these games for 20 plus years. Right. And and then, you know, you throw Overwatch in the mix, which was a good game. Still is. I mean, I don't think it's going to, it doesn't quite have as much steam as it did. Overwatch League. But there's, yeah, just there's, a dedicated, there's a dedicated league to it with professional players. Like it's like more teams than they had yeah, last year. It's crazy. And I don't, so I don't think like Blizzard was, is hurting for money. So like it just kind of goes to show like these publishers like Activision who don't really care about the games, which has been obvious in games they've published in the last several years. Um, yeah. They, they well, just care about setting up these structures in the game to make them money. Yeah. And I and like, like money. Yeah. You know, Mr. Krabs. The, the, if Mr. Krabs designed a game publisher, this is how it would be. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess what upsets me more and more every time these stories come out is like, we just, these poor people, like, these games would not be made without, without yeah. these people, and then and they're treated like they're they're commodities, uh, and they're not like assets. Like they are not important to the company. Like your company is only going to be as strong as the team building the games, right? And like to feel like you can just be let go at any time without recourse like is a bummer and like in any industry in any freelance based industry um because i know like the people that um work in the office and are like actual employees they were offered a severance package i know like last year there was a weird thing where you could actually trade your position in uh and get like a certain amount of money and like all this stuff which was a weird thing to think about and now looking at this being like oh they were they've been planning this for a while um but like if you're a contractor working for like any of these positions like you got nothing you just got told hey we're not using you anymore bye um and like 800 people to open up in this workforce like when we watch like these layoffs where there's like 40, 50 people laid off, not all of them are getting jobs. So all of them, like all 800 people that are now not in the, like not employed. Yeah, that's crazy. Like we have to look at these people. They're humans. They are, they have families to feed and to house and like all this stuff. And like, I, the like employee protection, it's just, so shitty um in that industry and like i feel so bad for anybody who works on games because like i don't know it's just an industry where it's you as an employee are so irreplaceable um especially the more like colleges pump out kids who are gonna be like oh like i'm gonna work for (laughs) ten dollars an hour uh because i don't know any better and they're the ones that are going to get hired, not the people who are like, oh, like I have a kid. I have a resume of like 20 AAA published games. Yeah. I deserve like $30 an hour. Like anybody at like the top of these companies, like especially these bigger ones who like don't understand 
how important quality people are and be like, oh, we want the $10 an hour person. Like, yeah. And all of that is super bad. Yeah, because you got to think three hours of work for this person might not even be good as one guy's work for an hour. Right. Like, you got to keep in mind, like, how much are you actually saving if you if it's going to be bad work? Or do you and also, and the, like, the shitty part is, is it's all numbers, too. It's like, like, think of these people as people, like... Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's it sucks. You know, eight hundred people losing their job sucks a lot. Um, yeah. Thanks so, for bringing us down there again. I know. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to bring us down, but um, we're I supposed know, to have fun on this show. I know. Like, I have some connections, like, uh, of people that like live in L.A. and like work in the industry, and like, I know, like, I don't know anybody particularly that works at Blizzard, but I know of people that like know people i know that like work at blizzard and like the entire scene was just like like literally the office was like it like silent the next day because there's no one there well and it's not even that like people just were like everybody was afraid of their jobs no she like like if i say anything do i lose my job right it's like like standing in front of the firing squad like no pun intended um i don't know what what a what a bad deal uh a lot of people so i don't know what a, what a crazy week that was and then like i don't know because i like i watch twitter pretty often i follow a lot of people in the gaming industry who are like retweeting and tweeting out like people who are like yo i just lost my job like and it's just like seeing that all over the place it was a very somber ass week um and i wasn't even directly affected so i don't know what what a sad sad thing um let's on a a brighter note mm-hmm. um at least for epic games yeah um publishers of the fortnite and um, and now metro yes uh well i, I they're not publishing they're but just they, on their store yeah well they pulled it wasn't it pulled from steam like the last minute and then yes so like because i think were you the one that showed the picture like yes the, like, the sticker, was the sticker is literally on the box yeah. yeah because i'm sure those were printed like six months ago yeah <laughs> so it just cracks me up yeah but um, yeah it can, isn't it isn't the first game that's done that um but i can't remember what the other one i think no man's sky they put a sticker over the multiplayer part oh before it got released anyways um so a while back um this was probably during our hiatus um one alfonso ribiero i think i'm pronouncing that correctly i have no Sounds idea good to me he starred in a show called oh the fresh prince Bel-Air. the french it's prince Carl- of carlton yes, yes. uh-huh so he himself went after epic for his uh, dance for the carlson uh carlton. the carlton yeah shuffle so uh which if anyone's seen the fresh prince Bel-Air, you know exactly what we're talking see, about see i it's not unusual yes loved um and i actually had to see clips of it because i had no idea what anybody was talking about really i would never really watch the fresh prince of bill oh really that was that was a, i watched a little bit that of was it, a childhood but, show of mine yeah, um so he went out sued for copyright damages yeah it's like and then um a, like a wave the, of people behind him yes did the same thing i know the, the backpack, backpack kid, kid like those, uh, that's the guy from scrubs it was turk from scrubs the donald Faison Faison. The, oh really? The black doctor. The you know the first shuffle dance in Fortnite? That's yeah. his dance from Scrubs. I don't know, man. So he did actually... it. I know um yeah, several people. It's interesting. 
And then the and then the Orange Justice kids' mom started suing, which the Orange which, Justice was literally for like, that game. Like, yeah, it was like a competition he, for that game. Yeah, because yeah, that's why I don't it was understand. A competition they held. That's why it's called Orange Justice because like it was he was given just the orange shirt kid was given justice. Yeah, but apparently his mom jumped on the bandwagon of and tried to sue. So, uh, and maybe all those people following this, uh, the courts came back and said, upon review of the material deposited for registration of the the copyright we must refuse registration because the work submitted for registration is a simple dance routine Mm -hmm. um as such it is not registrable as a choreographic work which means they don't get shit um they cannot file copyrights against epic so epic has won uh and so epic just won again there we go there we go fortnite's the biggest actually it's start people are leaving fortnite eh, for apex it's it's from what I've heard, it's still no. It's still huge. Gamers are leaving Fortnite for Apex. That's true. Fortnite still has a hold. They still have the frats. So and bro, send it. You know. Yeah. Uh, and they have until the ki- you and can they have tip the, the jump master. Uh, you will not like the Apex will not take over. Tip the jump master. You can tip the bus driver in Fortnite. Oh, as you like fall, you like tip the bus driver. Um, so anyways, uh, how do I get that job? Can I just be the bus driver in Fortnite? Just make tons no. of money. Damn. That'd actually be really interesting. Um, anyways, so yeah, you pick um, the flight path. Yeah. You, I, uh, and then people tip you with like in-game currency. That'd be good. Actually. I'm, I'm down with that idea. <laughs> I, I would do that. That's like the game master in, uh, or the game director in Darwin's the project. Darwin project. Yeah. Uh, which is actually fun to do. So back to the dances. Uh, I don't know. Like I like I kind of borderline on this because one, I'm like, yeah, there's probably a copyright like somewhere. Like, well, especially it, because they called it the Carlton. The Carlton yeah, it it's uh, like because for me it would like fall in the line of like intellectual property. Yes, totally. Because you know, I don't think anyone's gonna argue that he's he's still that dancer. Whereas he kind of originated that dance. Everyone knows him correlated to that dance because i think he's like just kind of made it up that skills with the backpack kid and stuff like that it's like we didn't see these dances until this it, certain right. individual did it but also like it's not even his intellectual property it's the studio that put out fresh prince of bel-air yeah because they're probably like i'm sure the script says do the dance here like probably he probably did it once and they're like oh we like that keep doing that it, i you're probably right there but it's someone i think in my mind, it's someone's intellectual property, but I don't know. I don't know if you own, you personally own the rights to it. You're right, because he was probably under a contract. At right, the, totally at the NBC or whoever the show was. No, it was like Nick, Nickelodeon or Nick at Night or whoever did. It. I don't remember. Well, one of those conglomerates owns Nick anyways. Yeah, so whoever like Universal owns Nick. Maybe it was it? Universal then. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know all the stuff. Intellectual property is such a weird thing because yeah, like when it's a tangible thing, like a piece of art or something, yeah, it makes sense. But like, also, like, like so. But when parody, it's an I- when it's an idea, yeah, parody is protected under copyright law, and like that's like I don't know. It's, it's sure it's a direct copy, but it's still kind of like parodying the copy or the the dance, anyways. I don't know. I think that would actually be a more tough argument than they tried to pull up. But anyway, I mean, regardless, they won. So it's yeah. not like. Yeah. It's weird. Oh, well. So I, I'm actually more interested to see 
the next couple because uh now we have like we've seen that oh this is this is how these cases are going to go i wonder if they're going to continue going that way um which theoretically if our law system is correct they should all get the same outcome right but well, i mean in theory but you know that's not that's how never our, how it works well our law system's not that cut and dry it's uh, it's i could go on and on it's full this. of shit well it's 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 all about it's, it's full of shit people because it's not about um the thing in particular it's about who's because it's like as our law system is like as like an adversarial um system so even if you know someone's guilty you can still be the do a better case and beat the person yeah totally and versus like um Netherlands is like a prime example of that where every case is against the state and they just lay out the evidence. There's no one defending you. It's like, here's the evidence. Either you convict them or not. Hmm. And it's like, it's like, and they have to figure out. It's like, it's like, and if there's enough evidence to make them guilty, it's not like, oh, they're guilty, but we're not going to convict. No, it's like, oh, you're guilty, John. Then you go to the, the Hague, the Hague, which is like the big uh, um, court in. So like oh, does, that does a lot of. Uh, I feel like I would rather go to jail in the Netherlands than here. Yeah, but the, I mean the Hague. <laughs> the Hague does. It's like the district, the circuit court for like all those countries. Interesting. Yeah. So it's a totally different system in the EU versus yes, here. Totally. So it's it's so honestly, you could bring that case up to any like a judge all around the country, and you'd get different outcomes just because yeah. of how the judge views it, or versus how the cases uh, give it to the judge. I don't know. It's a weird system. I mean, OJ got free, right? Well, I mean, that that was a whole other mess of deals. First off, but Judge, it's the same thing. It's Judge like, Ito really just fucked up that whole case. Oh yeah, totally. Because, well, and so did the the prosecution. Well, okay, <laughs> yes, Chris Darden should not have uh, suggested putting on the glove because if they didn't do that, they would have won. Yeah, and there are a lot of them. which I can't. You can't blame Chris Darden for the whole thing because he actually did a tremendous job on that case. But also, uh, whoever was recorded saying the N word probably screwed that case from that oh, like, alone. It's, it's, the OJ case is just something. What a what a, what an interesting thing. Um, <laughs> and talking about interesting things, Nintendo had a direct last week. They did, and it was a big one. Uh-huh. It was the first direct of the year. Yes, and it's the first direct in like several, a while, several months. I think it's like six months, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, nobody really knew what to expect coming out of this. I know that there were kind of rumors floating around, but like so nothing you were, you, was really... You were like hoping for Animal Crossing or something like that. Yeah, and... I wanted to see some more Animal Crossing. I know Animal Crossing's coming, yeah. so I don't really, like I'm not super worried about it. Um, but yeah, what I did see, I was totally not expecting. Uh, they started out with Super Mario Maker 2. Yeah. Um. And I guess there was part of me that knew that Super Mario Maker was coming at some point because they didn't get the wide audience that they, they wanted well, with the Wii U version. Well, because it was the version. Wii U, and I mean, this is now, I think Jason, his brother, even said, he's like, well, time for me to get a Switch because I don't need to play my Wii U anymore for Mario Maker. Oh, yeah, no, they, they killed the Wii U a while ago. But yeah, but like... Jason's brother was still playing the Wii U because of this one game. Yeah. And now that's coming to the Switch, he's like, okay, I'm doing, I'll get the Switch yeah, now. Yeah, so I, uh, like, I guess I'm not surprised that it's coming. Uh, I'm really super interested to see how they do it. The one thing, like, the Wii U had going for it was the tablet and the screen at the same time. Yeah. So, like, you could draw stuff on, on the tablet and then play it on the screen instantly. 
um, versus like now it's going to be all right there. So you're going to have to do it and then play it on your handheld. Um, Second screen experience with your phone. Oh God, don't even bring that up. So you got to plug your phone into the special jack that gets Mm. plugged into this third party device that plugs into your switch. That plugs into the headset. Yes. (laughs) And then that plugs into the switch, but then the switch has to, you have to get a new dock because the old one won't work. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. Like, that's going to be a big difference. I know people were freaking out about, like, uh, I guess you couldn't do diagonal surfaces in the original. And, like, that's why they showed it off in the new one. Oh. Um, and stuff like that. Um, I don't I, I know they're adding, they're adding new stuff to it. I'm excited because I wanted to play the hell out of the game. But I was not going to buy a Wii U. Yeah, you have a um, Switch, so yeah, and I'm I'm expecting that they're going to sell styluses. I don't know; they didn't actually say. I mean, the Switch is a touchscreen surface. I haven't, I have yet to see anybody actually use it mm-hmm. that way. But it is. Yeah, um, I can see it being used for this game. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. Like I know. I that's mean, it'll happening. be, and I'm sure the touchscreen will be implemented with Animal Crossing because it's kind of. Eh, I don't know. I, I guess I, it doesn't need it, does it? No, it, it doesn't at all. Um, in fact, I hope they don't. They'll probably add some stupid bullshit motion, motion control, control thing, yeah, which will just upset me. If but you want to, if you want to dig, you gotta use the Joy-Con to dig. Right, yeah. you use the right Joy-Con. Yeah. No, my God, <laughs> they would totally do something like that. Um, and I'm not gonna list everything that they announced at this because most of it I actually didn't care about. Um, but uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. Uh. A remastered was announced yeah. out of nowhere. From like a Game Boy game, right? Yeah, it's an original Game Boy game. Yeah. Uh maybe Game Boy Advance. But it's like Anyways. yeah, it's like it's like early like late nineties, early thousands. Yeah, Link like- basically like ends up on like a Mario Island. Uh and like it goes through it. And like it was a weird like crossover event thing that like had like a really super cult following that it seemed like everybody just kind of forgot about. Yeah. And then they're like Oh fuck! Well, I guess we'll just remaster it. We'll just remaster, and like it. actually, it's more than just remaster. They, they like remake. Remade it. the game, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I'm excited for that. I never played Link's Awakening originally, but uh, it looks cool. So, um, they announced an Assassin's Creed Three remaster. Yeah. I, uh, well, I knew it, I, I they announced it for Switch because I knew that was coming for consoles and okay, so i yeah. think that was one of the pre-order bonuses if you got odyssey pre-ordered oh interesting it was gonna the, i didn't realize because i or it was it was part of the season pass it was one of the things like if you get the season pass the assassin's creed 3 remaster will be one of the things you get through the season pass so i knew it was coming for like pc and uh consoles so it's kind of cool to see for switch yes which by the but, way that game was like the most underrated assassin's creed game but if you watch the video of it it looked terrible. Did it? Okay. Because I've watched videos of what it's going to be like on either as a PC or console. And I'm sure and it looks it's real fine. good. It looks real good. But, but the, the Switch just doesn't have the power. Yeah. Uh, and it looked really, really bad. Like, I'm amazed that they showed gameplay footage because it looked like it was literally being played on like a smartphone. Really? Actually, it probably run better on my, smart, my smartphone, right? But it looked terrible. It was literally go watch the footage. Okay. Because the frame rate is so bad. That's not good. You just like look at him like, oh my God. But I think and just the fact that it's on the Switch, everyone's like, whoop. 
Oh, yeah. And then likewise, they announced Hellblade is coming to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure that's going to look the same. Yeah, because like, Hellblade's a pretty... Uh, it's pretty heavy. Pretty heavy, heavy game, yeah. I mean, Yeah, but... Uh, and also, I don't know how they're going to go about the whole, uh, like, binaural experience. I mean, th- it has a, a plug-in, right? But uh, I very, like, rarely actually use my headphones with that console. I and, just don't really see that, but I don't know. Yeah, because right when you start that game, it's like, this it's, game is definitely like it's like put on your headset. This game was made for people to play with the headset, which playing it with the headset was fantastic. So yeah, that game. That's it. That's a great, great game. Uh, they also announced Final Fantasy Nine and Seven, mm-hmm. which I think they I think we knew Nine was coming out, but this was their first announcement that they're re-releasing Seven. I guess not Eight. Whatever. Who I cares? love Eight. Eight's one of my favorites. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. They're all Final Fantasy games. Um, so. Which eight uh, actually just celebrated his twentieth anniversary, like a couple weeks ago, huh? Which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they're still working on that remaster of seven, so who the hell knows what's happening there? Um, actually, they- the game director has switched like several times. It went to another company. Like, there's all sorts of shit behind seven. But who knows what's going on with Square Enix? Because they go and release games, and then they go and publish the Quiet Man. So, but. <laughs> The most important thing that came out of this direct, the most surprising thing that came out of this direct, and the probably most lasting thing that came from it, Tetris Battle Royale. Yes, Tetris 99 or whatever it's called. So Tetris 99 was announced free to play on that day as long as you have their service. That's right, because it was announced the day Apex Legends came out. Because you're like, where are all these battle royales? Like, like no, 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 different, the different maybe days. It was, maybe it was a week. It was apart. the same week, but you same week. Because you're like, how do we get two battle royales that drop that no one knew about? Yes. And I'm like, well, Apex Legends. I'm like, wait, what's the other one? I'm like, and then I'm like, oh right, Tetris. And you're like, not oh right, Tetris. Holy fucking shit, Tetris! <laughs> like, you. I was like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So uh, I haven't played this game yet because I don't have the uh, the service, like their online service. It's cheap. I'll probably just do it. Um, but they, uh, yeah, out of nowhere dropped this announcement that they're like, yo, uh, 99 Tetris uh, versus like, and it's battle to number one. And it's kind of interesting. It's like uh, like Tetris. Uh, God, what was that game? I can't remember. It's like the battle version of Tetris where like, as you clear lines, you can send lines to oh, yeah like other people that they like they have to then clear um as they go and stuff wasn't puyo puyo um well no puyo puyo Puyo. tetris was very different but it kind of has that feel um because puyo puyo you send attacks to other people like that um but yeah and you can as like you go through you can actually choose like you can't choose exactly who you want to attack but you can choose like, oh, attackers. So whoever's attacking you is you clear lines and send them to other people. Uh, it'll send it to them. Okay. Or you can also choose like, oh, like uh, the weakest link is the the wrong term for it, but like the weak people. So people that have the most blocks on their board, it will automatically target them. Um, That's just mean. Yeah. You can target people who are doing super well. Um, and there's one other that you can target. Um 
but anyways so you can like you can send your blocks your combos to other people um and that's basically can we just take a moment and talk about how tetris has like bridged like four generations of gaming um i mean we can it's just crazy to me it's so tetris is just a really solid puzzle game it really is in i mean when did the first tetris come out like the 80s yeah it's a i believe it's an 80s game yeah like it's now it's now because i would consider like the the people that probably grew up playing tetris are probably in their 30s or 40s now even yeah and like i think and they probably think the first big one was uh the game boy tetris because i have that Mm -hmm. And and that was like i think the first really big selling of tetris because that yeah that's when i first played tetris and it's just crazy to me and that was 20 years ago it's crazy to think that a game well and they just released a super successful version of tetris last year yeah exactly like, uh, that was like completely like completely changed the, the game it's just it's just the scope of tetris and it's in and of itself is like defined what video games are almost in a sense because mm-hmm. it's just been it's like one of those games is, that was always there and has always been there yeah totally. and, and when you say tetris everyone knows what tetris everyone is knows. even the people that play video oh, games yeah, know what tetris. Tetris is. like yeah. i played tetris in the arcade or whatever you know yeah i mean it's, it's there was a bar uh up on the bench here that had a tetris machine uh and every time i went to it i played tetris i literally would just stand there and play tetris they literally just got rid of it. Which bar was that? The uh, Janet's. Uh, Janet's, yeah. yeah. And instead, they put in one of those tea machines, like those like the golfing. golfing games. Um, I am so upset they got rid of their Tetris machine. But yeah, like I don't know, like it, it's fascinating to watch this game, and like it has spawned. From what I heard, so games, many different games. The game's like, awesome. So yeah, I mean, it looks amazing. I mean, yeah, and how many how many Tetris style like games, games have come out? Um, the one I mean, the one that pops off right in my head is Candy Tricky Crush. Towers. No. Candy Crush is well, the one because Tricky pops Towers is like the same way where it's like it's they keep dropping blocks, but you're actually competing against someone. But there's no border, so it like they can just fall over. Mm-hmm. But it, and so you got yes. you got so you don't you don't eliminate rows. You're right. trying to build your your tower as tall as you can, but with the same shapes of Tetris shapes. This. And I mean, I got it on PlayStation, and I know like a friend of mine plays it all the time with his son because that's like what him and his son play with each other. He's like, he's like I love Tricky Towers. Yeah, because like you can compete against people. Yeah, you can play online against people. Yeah, and it's like it's in the same vein of what Tetris is, and then like you said, Candy Crush, I guess. It was kind of the same, similar. I mean, it's more of a matching game. Yeah, but, but which it's like it's all shape based, right? Yeah. It's a shape based puzzle, which all kind of originates from Tetris, other than puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the original things that were <laughs> shapes that we put together. But <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, I think it's maybe time for us to do that. <laughs> I think it's getting there. When you forgot about puzzles. <laughs> Puzzles, the literal name the we got that shit from. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, but anyways, so Tetris ninety nine came out. Uh, for me, that was like the like Nick game that dropped. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. Like, um, I'm surprised you don't have it yet. I do too. I actually haven't pulled out my Switch like in the past week. Um, well, I'm sure my farm needs some tending. What? Oh, your started Valley. Valley. Gosh, I really want to get a Switch. And I keep telling myself I'm going to buy one for a birthday, my birthday, which is 
three weeks, four weeks, two weeks, yeah. three weeks. Yeah, my birthday is going clubbing. Yeah, oh, let's do it. Let's oh, we do haven't it. done that since we turned twenty-two. Dots. Oh no, <laughs> we're old. We um, are old. Let's go. Let's go do some shots. Let's go do some uh, some Jaeger bombs. And, oh, I didn't say Jaeger bombs. <laughs> um, gosh, I just so. It was always Matt's birthday because it was still like the time where it was like kind of warm enough to go outside. It's because September, October, October, close enough. Oh, sorry. Now I feel like a jackass because Connor's it's is right around there. Connor's was September, and your his was October. Was too, it? I think so, but oh. I could be wrong. Who's the birthdays in September? Then? I don't know. Oh, is Justin's in September? Justin's is in January. I don't know, man. But he didn't go out with us because in Grant's is in February. Mine's in March. So, well. <laughs> So we'd always kind of like bundle our birthdays. So Matt and Connor, right. like mm-hmm. we did this for like three, at least three years in a row. Uh, yeah. Matt and Connor would kind of do their birthdays together because they had, they were like the end of the year. And then Grant and I would do ours together because we're really close to birthdays because he's, he's actually born on leap year. Fun fact. Oh, right. He's Grant a, is only six he's years old. He's only six years old. So we make fun of him all the time for that. But yeah, he was actually born on the 29th of February. Yes. But uh, I just... Some of the best stories we have was just going on on our birthdays. And I mean, we're, I think we're turning 22, 23, 24 at this time. And honestly, I think we stopped at 12 after 24. You, I think maybe it's your 25th birthday. Probably. I don't know what exactly what it was, but we were at a bar downtown and just sat at a table and did like three separate things of shots. I know one was like car bombs. We did a car bomb. We did a Jaeger, Jaeger bomb. And then I think we did fireball. Oh, I'm sure we did. Oh, I'm sure we did fireball. <laughs> that's, that's almost a given. No, because Grant, because I remember Grant did fireball and got charged twice for him, and he was so pissed. I don't remember that. Yeah, because but... he like saw his bill the next day. He's like, they charged me twice for those shots. Oh god, he almost went in there. He's like, I'm going to go in there, Loomis, and tell him. Oh my like, god. Don't even. But uh, and then we dr- I know we had like some like weird fruity like it's like the washington apple we, yes we did washington apple and i shots. think that's what made us all really sick because they're sugary yeah and uh-huh. i know you got really sick connor ended up waking up in the bathroom floor yes. at his house um and grant got really sick too i'm the only one that actually didn't get that sick i don't know if i got super sick uh because i i know the days i got super sick um but i definitely didn't like Connor got the worst. I think Connor, Connor was the l- worst. was the light like I think out of all of us the lightest the lightest weight person. Cuz we this is the time we you and Grant would go drink a liter two liters oh, of like, beer like four times a week. Oh yeah. And now I cut back. I'm like at a liter like four or five times a week. Oh, but hey. But uh, I don't know, it's kind of uh you brought that up for my birthday this year. cuz we we talked about like doing that again recent like recently just going out and, like drinking like we used to. Honestly, you just want to do like a house party again. I, I see. I never. I was never a house party fan. I don't know because I have to clean up. After that's true. It. That's that pisses true. Me off. That's true. In uh, the last party we had at the house I live in now, which was before I lived there, yeah. somebody broke the uh, the toilet paper roll, uh, the holder. holder off of the wall, and oh. they had to drywall it. And, oh no! Uh, and he hasn't actually been back to the house. Oh, so um, you know who it was? Oh yes. Oh. He's a buddy of mine. Actually, you know him as well. So um, <laughs> I won't say over the air, but it was it was a very funny thing. <laughs> oh geez, uh, good times. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. We haven't had a house party. For a long time, I just was never a huge fan of them. I thought they were super lame. Um, we just haven't had a time where we all like sat down and game, like did gaming and just drank. 
Yeah. And that's what I really want to do. When I say house party, I want to sit down and play a game and all of us just get like super wasted drunk <laughs> and then we all hate each other at the end. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I guess we can do that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I like... <laughs> I don't like thinking I about like it. going out. The only problem with going out is I'm afraid that I'm going to see a student. Good point. That's awkward for you. Uh, which luckily has yet to happen. It will happen. Um, I've seen somebody that like is a student, but we went to school together. Okay. Um, but like, and I don't know. He's, he's never actually taken a class from me. Um, so it wasn't super weird. Uh, I think it was super weird because one of his friends like threw up in the bathroom and then he offered to clean it up and then did clean it up and then like wouldn't leave the bar. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a weird thing. But okay. uh, Well, I yeah. No, I, I want to. Moral of the story, my birthday's coming up and I wanted to buy a Switch for myself for my birthday. So Is I might... that what started this? Yes, <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think I'm going to do that. But I know there was supposed to be like a a hardware upgrade for the switch. They said early 2019 that this was supposed to happen. Yeah, I haven't really and I never heard, heard anything since they announced that. So I was kind of like wanting to wait for the new switch to come out before I get it. Yeah. Well, so I would hate to buy the switch. And also I'm like two days later, Hey, there's a new switch. Maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I'll do some research and see if uh, I can find more about that rumor because I think I've heard that, but I don't know from where. Yeah. Cause I would like, I wouldn't like to like, you know, buy a switch now because it's been two years since the switch came out coming up soon crazy yeah what the end of february um so obviously they're gonna be a little little upgrade here and i want to i would like to get the upgraded version since i've you know patiently waited as long as i have and now have the funds to do it yeah totally so cool well i think that's gonna do it for us uh yeah. here um yeah uh there's some games coming out uh that we're gonna we're gonna check out um as we start to kind of figure out what uh streaming schedule is going to look like. Yeah, we could maybe actually sit down and like actually get a streaming schedule put together. Yeah. Um, and kind of see what's happening. Uh so I definitely want to stream Anthem. Yeah. Because I think it'd be a good one. Anthem, uh I mean Apex Legends is always fun too. And I mean yeah. I'd still like to stream even like Metro or something. So I've got a list of old games I want to go back and play. You do your little old time game show. Yeah. Um, which I found out that I need to change the name of. Uh, I have some like, obviously I have some like giant bomb influence in the things I do, Yeah. but I don't want to copy what they do. Yeah. Uh, so I've been calling it the old game show and yeah. apparently totally found that they have an old game show. And like, I saw that I was like, God damn it. Like, I, like, I don't know if I like copied this, like, like, like just subconsciously yeah, like, or what? Deep, deep down. Like, so I've got, I've got some other names that I'm going to start calling it, but, uh, You'd be ye old timey game show. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's not that's not influenced at all. <laughs> now, so I think as but we figure old, that thing old out, old O L D E and like little like apostrophe, like little mm -hmm. accent on the yes. e. uh -huh. ye old time timey yeah. game show. And I think uh, we we have discussed, and I think we're gonna start putting into action, bringing back some of our old shows, things that we want to do. Yeah, we I still want you to play Halo. I know, and I, still and want I, want, I, I actually think about Metal Gear a lot, and I really want to play it more. Well, we should do that. Um, should we just restart? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm thinking about that. It's kind of because I, God, it's been months since we did that, so I was kind of yeah. thinking like maybe we should just like kind of sit down and restart. Yeah, and uh, that might be worth it. And I've thought about ways that we can do the uh, 
the recording better because I just wasn't happy with the quality. Well, because now we have mics out. instead of yelling at the thing. <laughs> that and I have I have ideas about proofing your room a little bit more. Okay, I know what one of the big problems was with the recordings. Um, but uh, beyond that, I also uh, there's some other things I want to change. So, um, so yeah, I guess Matt and I will I, maybe sit down one of these days, coming up here, and maybe actually make a schedule of things. We need to have a production meeting. Yeah, I guess you know might be a good important thing to do. I might go drink tonight. <laughs> I'm going to bed. It's only ten o'clock. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I know, but I, also I might go play Crackdown. I haven't decided. Okay, I need to I edit you, this. For a second, I thought you said I'm just going to go cry, like break down. That's what I thought oh, you well, said. That, like, that and could like, happen cry. too. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> all of these things are really good possibilities. <laughs> go play Crackdown. Go drink and then go break down. Okay, yes. sounds good. Uh yeah, I'm going to go to bed. But we'll figure something out because I want to do more with the show. I mean, I want to actually, like, you know, get fans. <laughs> and to those fans <laughs> that do listen, we thank you for yes, all thank of your you continued so much. support. Um, I think we're going to end this. Uh, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, email us, all that good stuff. Which, if you are confused, uh, I link them all in the description below. Like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, share and, uh, like comment share subscribe uh, I don't know what else you can do uh, I mean I guess I think that's kind of the bulk of it uh, thanks for listening uh, until next time uh, thanks Austin for uh, being here of course always your house uh, and thanks me for being here as well at your house uh, until next week thanks for listening goodbye <laughs>